Hello there, welcome to Listen Gamer Podcast, the number one podcast in the world right now. And that is not fake, I promise. I'm King Crazy and I'm joined by... Ryan, or Hello. otherwise known as Imberbis and Yes Crew. The lovely Ryan, shall we say. Yes. So we got oh. a few topics. <laughs> Cutie. We got a few topics today. Uh, we'll, we've, we're going to be talking about some TV shows that should have been cancelled or should have gone on a bit longer. So I've wrote a few of mine down, which you've seen, but I haven't told you whether they yeah. should have gone on for longer or whether yeah, not I'm they should. Yeah, I'm curious. So I'll, t- I'll take the first one, The Simpsons. Do you think that, do you think that I say that they should have like quit a long time ago or should they, should um, they keep going? To be honest with you, I think The Simpsons should keep going. They, they're always funny to watch and they've never got bad. But it's sort of a case of like with a lot of, with a lot of like anim- animated TV shows, they can get away with it because they can they can mix it up a lot. They can add new characters in, and it doesn't really have to make sense. There's not like a whole continuous storyline that's going on. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally get you. But oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> as much as I like The Simpsons growing up, as much as I like the movies, as much as I love the game, like. I found myself, I was like compelled to watch. I needed to watch it when I was a kid. Like I loved it. And when I grew up and like all the sexual innuendos and all that kind of stuff that they have in, in, yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? It's really good. But it's kind of boring and stale. Like I, I see it on, on the TV. My daughter watches it sometimes whenever it's on and stuff. If she's like in between episodes of Criminal Minds or whatever she she watches like yeah and she watches it and i'm like this is boring this isn't what it used to be like it, maybe like one or two episodes out of the entire season is good mm. yeah. but i just don't feel i think i just i, I, I think i think i can tell you why as well because i've grown up <laughs> no 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 <laughs> there's there's a lot of things the simpsons used to be able to get away with that they now no longer can because they like to keep their content family friendly. Well, I mean, they do have a lot of sexual innuendos. Maybe it's, I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's the political correctness and stuff that they they have to go along with. I think it's more that it's just got oh, like, stale. Like, because of, because of the way they try to keep their content family friendly and all the rest of it, they, they tone down a lot of the things in the show. And it sort of narrows the market for themselves on what they can and can't say and what they can and can't get away with, which is just getting even more and more narrow as time goes on and people get more politically correct and everyone gets offended on everyone else's behalf all the time. No, I I understand that. I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't like it anymore. It's just, it's gone, it's run, run its course. Like... I enjoyed Futurama. Futurama was kind of cool for a while. Um, yes, I, I see where you're coming from, but but you're wrong. I, I would, I, <laughs> I would, love hu- Simpsons. no, I, I would humbly disagree. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, fine. I, I can I can appreciate that it can get stale at times. Yeah, and there there are a few of the newer episodes where you're like, these jokes have been made before over and over again. Like, or you can telegraph what's going to happen. Yeah. But because, like there are some episodes where they do pull her out of the bag still, and you have a an excellent episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the odd occasion there's a good episode, or like mm-hmm. the odd occasion there's something 
like the symptoms says or predicts or whatever and then like a couple of years down the line people bring up this episode of the simpsons like for example when trump was won the election or something and he was going down the escalator waving his hand and whatever everyone was there and the simpsons predicted that like how many years ago oh yes yeah yes, yes. that's what i mean and like the they predicted the twin towers they predicted loads of different things so uh, yeah when those it's kind of scary to be it's for the accuracy of it it is extremely scary like mm. he's a he's verified time lord he, he is yeah <laughs> he's got the time stone or something <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dr strange just went on a mad one it's like i'm gonna make an animated tv series called the simpsons yeah exactly and, f- <laughs> and then even rub it even more in our face by by making futurama <laughs> like it's the I, same guy I did start falling out of love a little bit with The Simpsons um, until they released The Simpsons movie. Yeah, The Simpsons movie brought it back for me. I did enjoy it, especially because of the NSA and what happened. Like, a few years later, it came out that the NSA was spying on us. Yeah. Wait a minute, The Dome. Thinking of The Dome, right? Is that the lockdown? Pretty much. Like... Is that this whole COVID thing with like the Pretty dome much. that they had? There was the NSA spying on us and then they were just all locked <laughs> just in the dome. They the dome over the whole of the USA. Yeah, they domed the entire USA and just locked them down. They couldn't <laughs> They couldn't get out. That's that's what this fucking COVID yeah. thing's about, dude. Gee, I didn't even think of it that way either. It, it just came into my head. Like they Jesus. just, <laughs> they predicted COVID too. <laughs> uh, to, to be fair to the Simpsons, like they have been going for 32 years. I know, it's madness. It's yeah. crazy. So, I think I I think they've been around long enough now that they should stay. But in stark contrast to The Simpsons, with that, it has to be South Park. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, I stay stay or go. Um, I don't really watch it. Like I watched it when I was like quite young, and I mm. the funny thing is, I first got into South Park with the movies. Yeah. Like on VHS, I had, it was, there was like two of them, I think. There was a red cased movie and a green cased movie, I think. And yeah. the one that I vividly remember is Terrence and Philip when they went to war or something. And like, I think Adolf Hitler was having sex with the devil, like in it. And yeah. I, was, I was really fucking it's, young and I was like, what the fuck's going yeah, on? That is <laughs> South Park, the first movie. So when I was a kid, um, my mum took me to, one of her friend's houses and she had a son who was a little bit older than I was. Yeah. Um, so we'd done the typical thing of mum's going to have a cup of tea. We went and played games in his room and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, oh, have you ever seen this? And put the South Park movie on. <laughs> and mum was not impressed. Not impressed at all. And I'm just running around going, well, Carl's mum's a bitch to be a baby. <laughs> That was that's was honestly it's what amazing. An incredible, what an incredible series, and it's just I memories. don't watch it religiously, but whenever it does come on, or when if I want to watch something that's really tongue in cheek, funny, like yeah. I will go to South Park. Like they have absolutely no fear or care for who they offend, and they will just go out and make a funny cartoon. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And there's three cartoons that do that for me. Yeah. South Park. Like, I, I, admittedly, I haven't watched South Park for maybe three to four years. Mm. 
um, I remember I was working in a call center at the time. So it may have been longer because I always get my dates mixed up. But so, with, uh, with that being said, is it safe to say you haven't seen the COVID episode? I haven't. Oh my God, you need to watch the COVID episode. <laughs> so, yeah, it was at the time there was a new season out. And uh, essentially, long story short, you you know about my illness. So I was I was taking this medication that absolutely wiped me out. It was the wrong medication, but I was sleeping for about 18 hours a day. Um, when I was trying to get used to this medication, when I was awake, there was like a new... I was just in bed constantly anyway. So uh, I was watching South Park and there was the new South Park episodes and they were great. Like, I loved them. Like, I didn't get bored of them. I actually... I binge watch them to a point where I was waiting on the new episodes and the new episodes weren't coming out until the next week. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I I can't say that I wanted to stay or go, but I think I'm more towards staying. The simple fact, I do enjoy it when I do watch it and it is new. And like you said, they don't give a shit. Uh, on the other hand, there's three cartoons, like I said, that I immediately go to if I would like a laugh. South Park is one of them. The second yeah. one is another obvious family guy like family guy i like i know some of the jokes are a bit weird or stale or whatever but for the most part i thoroughly enjoy it like whenever i watch it like stewie uh bloody peter and chris like the jokes that they make with uh herbert the pervert <laughs> uh quagmire it's just a good giggle and the third one uh is rick and morty like oh, I, Rick and Morty is always a pleasure. Yeah, it's it's always good. <laughs> I was like, why? I was watching the other day, and like for all of the episodes that I watched, right? Now, I made a big boo boo. Like I'll hold my hands up to this. I made a massive boo boo. Uh, like I was, I said to my daughter, I said, oh, "Can you put Rick and Morty on for me, ready for when I come? Sorry, when I come in, I watch it." And she said, "Yeah, no worries. And I'll go upstairs." And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Well, I'm not allowed to watch it," which quite rightly so. I, I've said that she can't watch it. But the last few episodes that I've watched haven't been anything that she hasn't already seen in terms of, like, violence or, like, yeah. graphic. But it's a cartoon, so it's, like, alien, so it's fine. Like, she's seen... She watched Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and that is a very dark film. Fantastic film, but it is quite dark, and it can be quite I'm so boring. happy that that's on Disney, by the way. Yeah, same. Like... Uh, she's already watched it again <laughs> but uh and i wanted to watch it but she already beat me to him but uh essentially so i was i was thinking like she can't she watch it can't she and i was and i remembered i i thought you know what like, yeah you can watch like we'll see how it goes but you can watch this episode with me to see if like it's thingy but because the previous episodes that i've watched there wasn't anything uh sexual in there like maybe yeah. there was the one or two innuendos or jokes or something but there wasn't anything graphically sexual or anything like explicitly sexual it was more of the gun violence or like well the laser violence and all that kind of stuff that i could remember but we all know my memory is kind of shocking so yeah i put it in the uh the episode and i should you know within about five minutes dude with five minutes i was like okay we're not we're not watching this it's too <laughs> time to turn it off time to turn it off and like I, I watched it was when rick uh sorry morty landed this the his ship in the sea and then the marine guy the marine fish dude i can't remember his name oh that mr one. nimbus or um, something uh, yeah 
like, and he had to invite him over to Rick's place and like yeah. give him a thing. And, and like later on in the episode, when when she wasn't there, I was like, oh shit! Like I really know why she can't watch this now. <laughs> and like I'm so glad I didn't put it on. And like, uh, what was it Jerry was like saying, oh, this is your nemesis. Like I've seen you like yeah. I've seen you fuck a planet. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and like oh, this, no, yeah. Enough, enough. <laughs> I was like, this is your nemesis. I'm gonna call the police. And it's like Jerry, don't he? He owns the, the police. And it's and then it was like the police came, and it was it was a funny joke. You said, oh, like <laughs> what 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 are you? I don't see what that mat- matters, but I'm white. And then instantly the police showed up. Like yeah, that was that was a funny joke because of what what it's like. But then the Mister Nimbus dude says, uh, now fight. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, he does control it. And then he went, no, fuck. And they just dropped their pants. <laughs> it's just stuck. stuck. I was like, it's shit, no. <laughs> but like the one time, the one time, like I, I'm that... fairly certain that there was going to be nothing. Everything in that episode was fucking sexual, dude. I think the only episode that's worse than that, I don't think it's even worse than that, is the... Um... Do you know the the Inception episode? Oh, the one later the on. Oh, which one? So uh, when they meet Scary Terry. Oh, I can't remember so they, that one. They they they're trying to um, get uh, Morty and A in math, so he goes into his teacher's dreams. Wait, Scary Scary Terry is isn't that um, like Freddy Krueger? Yeah, knock off Freddy. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So they go into the teacher's dreams. Um, they have to go into one of his people's, one of the people in his dreams. They go into the, her dream. Yeah. So like into a deeper state of his dream, and they eventually they end up in this like hypersexual space where everyone's like dressed up in BDSM and all yes, and summer, I remember that one. Summer comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I just re- I just re- remembered. I think is it. I know it's in Men in Black, but does Terry have balls for a chin? I'm sure he has testicles. So. I'm sure he has testicles on his chin. I think he's got a chunky chin. I don't think it's testicles. Right, okay. I, I just I might be mixing up with Men in Black then. but The ball chinian. Yeah, yeah the ball oh. chinian. Oh, actually, you know what? I've just oh, Googled it. No, he does. Yeah, he has testicles on his chin. Yeah. That's that is a full on set of testicles. Yeah. I've never noticed that until you said that. Yeah, it just came. It just came to my head. But yeah, it was like bloody hilarious episode. It's fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. When you said the Inception uh, episode, I thought you was meaning like a few episodes past the uh, Mister Nimbus, and when Morty went to work with his mum in the vets, uh, in the horse vet, or whatever. And there's a insemination chamber. Yeah, oh. where it basically wanks the horse oh, off. No, <laughs> and then Morty gets fleshed by the horse, <laughs> horse inseminator, and that uh, Morty face, the little sus face Morty does, is incredible. <laughs> Just oh, it's brilliant. Oh my god! Oh, it was it was hilarious. It was like that's what I mean. Like things like that, they're just like outlandishly weird and just downright dirty yeah. at times and it was just that, that's that's another thing though i don't think like i don't think rick and morty could go for anywhere near as long as what south park and simpsons is maybe not but 
it does depend because they're pushing the boundaries all the time with some of their jokes and stuff. Like yeah. they've. It depends, and purely, I think the reason The Simpsons and South Park have gone on for so long is they continuously over the years expanded their universe and had all these sort of side characters that they could pull into stories and leave them out of stories and it didn't make too much difference to the main cast whereas like Rick and Morty is like they might have the odd person here or there but it's typically about Rick and Morty somehow the family like yeah this this the same with the Simpsons though isn't it and it is the same with South Park. I think the reason of for their longevity, personally, is because they were around in like the nineties, and they sort of where political correctness wasn't so crazy. I think because they started then, and they they had all of these like dark humor jokes, or they had these edgy jokes and stuff like that. They were able to sort of try and because they had such a massive following from that. The the children that used to watch it in the 90s now watch it in the 2000s and still watch it in the 2010s and still watch it in the 2020s. So yeah. they've got a loyal audience to start with, but then they're also picking up from the families of the, the children that used to watch it back in the 90s, in the 2000s. Yeah. And it's like evolved with time. And as political correctness have gone more and more strict with what they can and what they can't air or what they... Uh, what they can and cannot say and that kind of stuff they've sort of tweaked it and evolved it ever so slightly across the years tr trying to keep trying to fly close to the sun without getting the, burnt the, the only ones that don't are south park they'll release what they want yeah like I, I remember they got in so much fucking trouble like a few years back for something but they just didn't care i really need you to watch the the covid episodes you'll absolutely love them i'll, I'll take a look there's, um, there's one scene, and if I'm remembering this rightly, someone breaks, like, the lockdown rules. Yeah. And there's, like, 20 police there just shoot the shit out of him, and he's dead Jesus. on the floor. And they're like, you killed him. And they were like, no, he died because of COVID. And they're like, but he didn't have COVID. He was like, it's COVID-related. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, that's so fucking true, though, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Did you, I remember like when it all first started going on and I was seeing these videos. Uh, there was, it was, I'm fairly certain it was in China, but they were locking people in their houses with chains on their doors and stuff and padlocks on their doors. Yeah. And then people that they were seeing in the street, they were spraying them with disinfectant. <laughs> like, you know, the, yeah. you, you know, like the weed killer sort of spray bottles that you can get, like the ones you pump and then you hold the nozzle and then you can like spray the nozzle. Yeah, it was. They were going around with those spraying people with disinfectant yeah. or bleach or whatever was in the streets. It was crazy, like mad, absolute madness. But I think the South Park episodes would be a good thing to watch with Queen, especially the fact that you said it's COVID related or whatever that that yeah. that scene because something like that actually happened in Australia, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody got shot, I think, or stabbed, uh, and. Even though they died through the gunshot, they put it down to COVID. Yeah, like and everything was put down to that. Even before yeah, it's, we, it's even before we had hilarious. tests, it's silly. It really, is silly. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> is Cartman doing uh, homeschooling? Oh, he keeps like stopping himself and just going ah, that. And they're like, oh, Cartman is fine. Just put yourself on mute and uh, sit there and watch the class. And he pulls out a picture of himself sat at the table, then puts it in front of the camera so it looks <laughs> like he's there and goes back to bed. <laughs> genius, dude, genius. 
is brilliant. So, what do you think about Breaking Bad? What do you think I think that that should have done? Do you think I should? Do you think I feel it should have gone on for longer or not as long? I think Breaking Bad tied itself up nicely. Um, I don't think it should have gone on longer, but I kind of wish that it did at the same time. But then, this this is why this is why I sort of wanted to talk about stuff to do with this because there's certain TV shows like Breaking Bad where I feel like I'd have loved for it to gone gone on longer because it was such a good series. Yeah, but I think they done well to tie it up when they did because with it continuing on, I don't think there was much more they could have done with it, and it might have got stale. You see, I think they could have gone on a little bit longer, maybe one more series. Like, with Jesse or something, just, like, going off doing his own thing. Well, they they did the El Camino in the end, which... That and Better Call Saul wasn't... It's not good. Like, I couldn't I couldn't watch it. And what was the, there was another one, another spin-off series as well that I couldn't get into. Uh, I'm not sure. I know, Be- I know Better Call Saul. I started watching Better Call Saul. Um, but apparently with Better Call Saul, it actually gets a lot better after, like, two or three seasons. That's a lot of time to invest for it to get good, though. I know, but it's it's like those seasons are necessary because it builds the world the soul come from and shows you how he became the lawyer that he did. Yeah. But then after, like, I think it's I think it's in season two he starts meeting like Mike, and then he you see him dealing with Mike and stuff, and then he gets involved with Gus, and you see him going down that sort of road. So it sort of sets the background for Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, I I do kind of, when I try to watch follow-on series or pre-log, is it pre-log? I think it is, prelude series um, to things. Prequels, that's the one, yeah. Uh, I do try and go in there with a level head. But yeah, with a series as good as Breaking Bad, I don't feel as if I could do that. No matter how much I tried, like, I couldn't go into... The, uh, better call Saul and whatever else it was and be like this is not Breaking Bad this is a different series altogether I couldn't stop yeah. thinking associating it with Breaking Bad because it is before Breaking Bad and yeah. I think that's another reason why I couldn't get on with it yeah I think the the thing with Better Call Saul was they could like they, they were set in the background for how he got to where he was and all the rest of it yeah but there could have been a lot more nods to Breaking Bad to tie it into the series. Just to like maybe like even keep just you the hooked. odd, like just names names thrown around that like you know it in Breaking Bad, like Tuco being thrown around and certain family names being thrown around, like and, Hector and stuff. Yeah, so like that would that would have been cool for them to involve because he was he was in and out of like a big law firm to start off with. Yeah. And like they would have been dealing with cases to do with that. So to have that going around around him would have been better, I think. Quite possibly, yeah. But I think Breaking Bad may have been able to go on for what, at least maybe one more season. Just to be like Jesse's what, what 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 would they what would they have done? Like we don't even know if Walter's dead essentially. I I don't think he is. Didn't they do a Breaking Bad film? I don't know. 
I'm I'm fairly certain that thre- you know threat design. So I'm fairly certain that he told me that they did a Breaking Bad film. Yeah, the film the film they done was El Camino. But they still never confirm whether Walt died or not. It's all about Jesse essentially getting out of the country and shit like that. Right. Okay. Then so that's pretty much what I was gonna say that they could have done. So if they've already done that with a movie, then yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Because we still haven't watched it. it, 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 it um. It's an okay watch if you've got nothing else to watch, but I wouldn't go out my way to watch it again. So, yeah. So Walter apparently dies from the wounds, I think, right? He got shot or something? Well, that's what, that's, it's what they imply, but they never specifically say that he's dead. Yeah. So I think the only way that they could have carried on that Breaking Bad season would have been for Walter possibly using that to fake his death. To then carry on the business, sort of like a Gus, but like from the shadow. Just be a shadow, yeah. Just to be like a silent thing. Just whispers and rumors and having Jesse like sort of find out and then track him down. And then be like, yo, Mr. White, you're earning all this money without me, bitch. Where's my cut? It's 50-50, bitch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I get it. That's... Because, like, Hank, Hank was dead, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I didn't like him to begin with, anyway. He was okay. He was just... He was a general cop, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, he was... He's... Your typical American cop. Yeah. Typical American jock, kind of, like... Yeah. Yeah. Big chonkers okay. chonk like his to role. throw his muscle around, like... Skylar done my head in. Yes. I did not but... like her. At all. It, there's being a bitch, then there's being like a super ultra mega bitch, then there's Kyle's mom, and then there's Skylar. <laughs> I like the callback. I can appreciate the callback. <laughs> yeah, yes, like. Do yeah, you definitely? Do you have any others? Because I've got a few that I just want to quickly discuss. I'm just, I, go through. I'm looking at the couple that you've got. Um, I've got one in. Uh, I got one or two. So there's bones. I've not seen that one. So she's she's a forensic anthropologist. This this is writer um, Duck Street with Queen. Yeah. So um, she can sort of like she reads bones basically. So she's like an, she, a human X-ray person. No, no, no. So like. You're oh, like wait, a so, paleontologist so, would like so, read a dinosaur's bones. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, the way you said that, that she reads bones. I just thought she was she had X ray for eyes. So basically, what you mean, like she sees like these decomposed bodies, and yes, she, yes. yeah, right, okay, I get you. Know, I'm on. So I'm she on can your way say back. like she can look at a, a certain fracture and tell you exactly how that fracture would have happened and the amount of pressure that would have been needed for it. Yeah, down to the point where she can tell where a person grew up when they were a kid based on the density of their bones and some of the vitamins in it and stuff like that. Right, okay, that's a bit so, freaky. Yeah. So they she gets essentially hired by the FBI to like assist on cases. Yeah. But she, she her her thing of it is like she has a deal with the FBI. She doesn't want to work for them in the mm. start. But she wants to be able to do like field work. She wants to go out and see the crime scenes and all the rest of it. So she says, like, as long as I can be a field agent and not just sat in the lab and you bring me stuff, then I'll agree to it. That's fair enough. So but she's got like a little team behind her, which is they, 
it starts off really cool, but it goes on for like 15 series. Holy damn, okay. Um, so it's kind of like Criminal the, Minds then? Yeah. So it's, she's, so it's, it's, it's really cool. So what you've described to me is pretty much like she's Penelo the Penelope Garcia of Bones. Yeah. Whereas yeah. she's like the hackermans of the group, she's the boner of the group. She's the, you know what I mean? She's the, she's yeah. the... She's the boner. <laughs> that came out just so wrong, it's, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. Like, she, it's, her character development is massive, but like, yeah. she's like a best-selling author and stuff like that. Alongside doing this, she writes murder mysteries herself. So like one of the series is um, these murders are happening, but they're following her like murder mystery novel yeah. and they're recreating the murders that she's wrote about. Okay. Which then makes her a suspect. I see that seems, that seems pretty cool. I'll, I'll put a pin in that one because, um, it's on Disney plus, I believe I'm just looking now and it says it's on Disney plus. Yeah. So uh, we it's one, I will go back and watch it. And it's one of those things. Um, how can I say this? Do you know the series? Like when they go on for too long, so, like, you get to, like, season six to, like, season nine. Yeah. And they just go really shit. I see what you did there, by the way. What? <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> I really didn't mean that. You dirty boy. Like, like, there's seasons in the middle that are just awful. Yeah, it's kind of like the Then they the sort episode. of, like, start to bring it back. Yeah. But I found um, what happened is a lot of these series went downhill when there was the writer's strike. I was just about to say, yeah, because the same thing happened with Breaking Bad, wasn't it? When the fly episode, there was just one episode where there was this damn fucking fly in the, in the lab and Walter <laughs> spent the entire episode. Like, I remember the first time me and Queen watching it, we was like, I'm sorry. This, is this all that's going to um, happen? No. I'm sorry, but that's one of my favorite episodes because it's so fucking relatable. <laughs> nah, dude. It's, <laughs> it is I, so relatable. If there's a fly and I'm trying to do something and it's bugging me, I will try everything to kill it. No, I, I, I know. I was, I was like changing the bed and cleaning the room like once in a blue moon, right? I do that every so like 10 years or so. Uh, <laughs> ask my wife. But uh, <laughs> when I do eventually do it, like it was a couple of weeks back and um, this fucking, it was huge. I swear to God, it was like the size of a five pence piece. Like it was massive. This fire was just going round. And I was trying to hit it with my sneak bottle. <laughs> I couldn't get it. Then I was trying to hit it with my phone and stuff. I've got some towels, a pillow. Just couldn't yeah. get it. And this little fucker was there for like two or three days. Well, yeah. big fucker. But it was it was just so annoying. But like to what to sit through like me and Queen, we used to binge watch it through the night. And it was must have been like gone twelve one o'clock in the morning when we was watching this particular fly episode. Yeah. And we were like, is this it? Like, is he just going to be chasing a damn fly? So. I paused it to find the episode number and we was like 20 minutes, half an hour into it at this point. <laughs> and I was like, Google, uh, what is like episode and whatever season, whatever episode, and it comes up and it turns out the episode is called The Fly or like Fly or something. And I was like, what the hell? So I was reading the synopsis of it and it just said uh, that there was like a writer's strike. So that's the reason why it was. So dull us, well dull us, I said dull me, I said do you want to just continue watching it just in case something happens that we... <laughs> <laughs> just, 
Just in case. Just in case we need to know. <laughs> so we watched the other, like, half of the fucking episode of the Fly episode. <laughs> There's literally nothing there. It was bloody awful, dude. And then when we rewatched the entire thing over again, it's like, we are skipping that fucking Fly episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so so that's pretty much what uh, like season six to nine of bones is it's like the fly episode during that entire time don't like there's there's a couple of good episodes in this so the thing with bones is is like you can watch each individual episode and you'll you'll have like a gist of what's going on there's a couple of two-parters and stuff like that yeah but um there's a lot of like there's an overwhelming like there's an underlying theme for each season at the same time. There's right, okay. like a, a hidden I wanna say evil villain, but there's a a hidden villain through sort of throughout the series that is sort of there. But um like sometimes the payoff is really good, sometimes the payoff just doesn't hit the mark at yeah. all. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um Yeah. So another one like that for me is Dexter. See, we started watching it. That's the thing. We started watching Dexter. Maybe we watched one or two episodes, but then I think at the time we was watching Breaking Bad and Prison Break. Yeah. So yeah. we were watching too many things at once. So I would like to watch that. So do you I think... I would highly recommend Dexter. Um, but the question is, do you think there should have been more? I wanted more because but... I loved it. But, but you think it did? No, like what they done in the end with Dexter. Um, I'm not sure. I don't really want to spoil it for you, but dude, I'll I'll forget. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a high chance of me forgetting what you're gonna say. Well, the thing is, in the end, right, is that the the series ends with Dexter um sailing off in his boat to this the eye of this massive storm basically okay and it was implied it was implied that he was going to die in this and then at the very end they show him living in a completely different country um as a lumberjack so essentially he faked his death look looking like a lumberjack essentially so um i haven't actually watched the latest series but i think it got to a point where um So much had happened around him and to him that it was like, come on, like someone's got to put the pieces together now that something's fishy about Dexter. Right. So it wasn't. And it got yeah. a bit, it got a bit too much that they didn't wonder why everything seemed to happen to him or around him, or he always seemed to be in the right place at the right time and stuff like that. It was just like, it got a bit too much in the end. Yeah, so it was kind of like Fast and Furious of like that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it felt it was sort of like he he could have continued and they could have carried the series on, but he needed to not be in Miami in the starting city where he was. Like he needed to get away from that. He needed a fresh start, essentially. Yeah, like the amount, like the amount of people over the years and over the series that die around him or are killed by him yeah is unbelievable and the amount of times that he 
was potentially a suspect mm-hmm. or like nearly got caught out in such weird circumstances of why he was where he was and or how he got to somewhere so quickly was just insane. Yeah. But then his character development was really good as well. I think I'm I'm starting to think. Did he start off like in a docks or something? Like he had a like a ship, like not a ship, yeah. like a boat. Because yeah. um, was he was it meth or something that they were cooking? No. There was there was another TV series that I was watching at the same time as Dexter. No meth. Meth was Breaking Bad. No, I know meth was Breaking Bad. <laughs> Dexter, Dexter just finds bad people and chops them up into little pieces and sticks them in black bags. Because that was their dad, wasn't it? Ocean. It was his dad that showed him how how to do it all. Like his dad worked with some something. So, or am I thinking of a different series and I'm just merging all three of them together? No, no, you are you are you are right in that sense, um, but. Like, it's a sort of later reveal as well, but the reveal doesn't really change much. So, um, his, his dad isn't his dad. Right. Um, this is revealed season one, so it's, like, pretty, it's not really... Like, it's early on. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, he was adopted after his mum was killed, and the, his dad who adopted him is the cop that found him yeah so he was found in a shipping container where she'd basically been chopped up with a chainsaw and he'd been left sat there in his blood in her blood jesus yeah which is why they thought he was a bit psychotic so when his dad starts to find out that he has like these tendencies to like kill animals and stuff he starts to like try and put him off it and all the rest of it and then he realizes that he can't really stop him from killing things and he's only going to end up killing people yeah he goes to this psychologist who appears like in like season seven or something like that it's like miles down the road down the road you find out about her but um she essentially helped him come up with the idea of using him for good so teaching him how to get away with killing people but teaching him to pick his targets by like taking out people that slip through the net of the justice system like when they get off on like technicalities or like when it's a hundred percent you know that it's him but you can't get the evidence to prove that it's him so they're getting away with it he would then target those people to kill them so he's like a robin hood of criminals then (laughs) Yeah, he's he's doing. This is what I mean. It's it's really weird. He's a serial killer, but he only goes after bad people who get away with shit that they shouldn't. Yeah, the people that deserve to be killed. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that seems so, like, pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it's sort of one of them. Like, um, it's it's really cool, really interesting. Yeah, because he's sort of like he. It's one of those things of like he's sort of a superhero, but <laughs> like the hero that Miami needs, but not the one they deserve. Yeah, no, I get that. So, but like, yeah, my, my last uh, TV series. There's four of them, or five. There's five of them. They can be controversial because people will probably like them. It's an unpopular opinion, I think, on the one of them. But I don't think any of these seasons should have carried on for as long as they did. Uh, sorry, programs. So Prison Break. 
The Big Bang Theory, Scrubs, Two and a Half Men, and Friends. Friends is the probably the one that people like. Oh, you know, you can't do that with Friends. Like it wasn't actually funny. Like the same with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Sometimes the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was funny, but if you take away the 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 fake audience, or if, even if it was a live audience, if you take away the live audience reactions and shit like that, it's not funny. <laughs> It's really not, and they wouldn't have. I have to heavily disagree with you on that one. No, 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 no. Some friends, for all it was, it was shit. It may not be as funny as people think it is, but I will say, it has some iconic moments. It does. Like I'm not saying it doesn't. Like there was some really funny. I agree that it shouldn't have gone on for as long as it did. I don't, I didn't, I didn't like how long it went on for. Yeah. And the whole Ross and Rachel thing was just annoying in the end. It was, yeah. But. Like, when you make a song about Smelly Cat, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, no, but that's just Phoebe, man. Come on. Everyone's got, everyone at some point in their life has known this really eccentric friend that does some weird shit, right? And that's just Phoebe, okay? I'm <laughs> talking to one of mine. Rude, man. <laughs> Oh, but no, like Joey and um, Joey, what's, what's his name? Chan- Joey and Chandler together. They were funny as hell. Joey like, and Chandler were brilliant. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. There were some fantastic moments, but at the same time, my God, it went on. It was, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Two and a half men, the sexually innuendos were kind of funny and, and that, yeah. But Two and a half men was okay. It should have 100% stopped when Charlie Sheen left. Yeah, 100%. And uh, I feel bad for Ashton Kutcher for that because he actually does a good job if you watch the episodes. Yeah, he does. Um, it just doesn't work. Like no, because he's so grown used to man him. buys, but what grown man buys a house and lets the old tenant who was mooching off his brother live in there carry on living there? Exactly. That's just weird. That's strange. That doesn't happen. <laughs> just this, this probably never ever happened no. in in the entire world. It's it's just bloody yeah. odd. Um. Scrubs. Big Bang Theory. Oh, it was Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Like, um, it was... I enjoy it, but again, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, like I, I don't religiously watch it. I'll watch the odd episodes when they come on here and there. Yeah, like I don't even watch it anymore. I used to stay up like, you know, when they used to do the reruns and stuff like that, like yeah. all hours in the morning. I'd just be up watching that, to be honest. And yeah, like it was. I'm neither here on there on that. Like it's. it's it's as a series to sit down and watch episode after episode after episode. I couldn't do it. I couldn't binge watch it. Yeah, but I do watch the enjoy watching the odd episode here and there. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Scrubs? I religiously love Scrubs. Oh, like I uh, loved it. I but... agree. I agree to the point where when when it was over for JD Turk and the original cast, mm-hmm. stop it. Yeah, stop it. I Absolutely th- stop it. Hundred percent agree with you there. If you're going to continue that series on, in terms of having that hospital-related humour and all the rest of it, starting a totally new hospital with a completely new cast. Yeah. Something like New Amsterdam. Have you seen New Amsterdam? No. It's a good series. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but honestly, it is a good series. Like, it's on Amazon Prime, if you have it. I'll have to have a look. Yeah, um, I think like, they've got two series of it now. It was, I think, it came yeah. out in two thousand nineteen. As as strong as the other cast were in Scrubs, JD and Turk made it. Yeah, 
and I, I can't remember the doc. Then it was just the relationship between um, Doc, Dr. wasn't it? Kelso. Yeah, Kelso. Oh no, Doc Kelso was the and, Doc was the um, Kelso and Cox. Yeah, Cox. Doc was the uh, the other surgeon, right? I think he had Doc tattooed on him or something. Oh my god, I can't remember. the the jock kind of dude. Yeah, no, what was his name? I can't remember. He was the high five dude, didn't he? That's yeah, he that dude. Scrubs cast. I'm just quickly googling it. Oh, by the way, yeah, dude, the uh, the the janitor too. The janitor was fantastic. Yeah, Todd. Todd, yeah, not not Doc. Jesus. I'm an idiot. Yeah, but Todd was pretty he was, cool. He was good. Yeah. But like the the other cast were great and there was nothing wrong with them whatsoever. I don't like I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But like once they lost the bulk of the main cast, it was just like oh, Yeah, it was it was it was not scrubs anymore. It's not, no. Like at least starting a new hospital with a new cast and start a new series if if anything. Yeah. Or Ted as well. Wasn't he the lawyer? The sweaty lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god every time i seen him all the reminded me of was lee evans <laughs> yes oh god uh, but yeah that was yeah, i agree that was, they they should have as well so prison break like to me after maybe the second or third season i was like come on do something else you're you're breaking out of a prison over and over again you're doing the same same shit different location it was like season one was breaking out of the prison. Then season two was um, them being on the run and trying to prove his innocence one there. I think, was it at the end of season two, they proved that he was innocent and he got his exoneration? Was that season two? I think so. I'm not sure, but, but it was just... Like, after the initial sort of, like, breakout, he's innocent, this, that, and the other, but he still had... No, the exoneration was, like, in the last season, because if you remember, he, like, quote-unquote, dies and stuff. Again. No, 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 Link... Link gets his exoneration. Hmm. From uh, murdering the president's brother. Oh, right, 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 yeah. So, Link, sorry, I thought you meant uh, Michael. Yeah. So. So like there was a lot of you've broke out of a prison. You're on the run. Now you're back in a prison. You've <laughs> broke out of that one. Now you're back in one. Oh shit! You've broke out of that one. Um, oh shit! You've died. Oh shit! You need to break into this place. Now you need to get back out. Yeah. Now just... you need to break into a prison. Now you're dead. That's Wait, what I mean. Hold on. You're not dead. You're in some prison in fucking God knows where. I can't even remember. Uh, it was... So now all your friends that have helped you over the years now have to reappear out of nowhere to get you out of a prison. It's just dodgy. Like, it, it, it should. Like, I think on. it could have ended after three seasons, personally. Like, bro, come on. The, 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 the fucking the universe is telling you you belong in a fucking prison. Just stay there. <laughs> Was it Zona, I think, the prison? Yeah. Oh. See, the, 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 way, the way I thought they could have taken it, which I thought would have been quite cool, would have been to, um, like, have Link prove his, prove his innocence and all the rest of it, and then have Michael 
and link and all the rest of it like have this business of going into prisons and breaking out of them as like a business like you know like the security security yeah but the thing is the guards and everyone and the prisoners would know that they're there to break out but would they though well the the guards would like obviously the the chief and then whoever he tells will tell someone else and then you're going to get bent uh, guards. So then the bent guards are going to tell the inmates. And then they're like, yo, if you want to get out of this place, then this person is going to, is going to be breaking out. It depends, it depends on who knows. Like the, the government could just be sending them, hiring them to go into prisons from like above the warden's head. So the warden has no clue. I mean, that's, that's the thing. But how would you make that into a TV series though? <laughs> I don't know. It was done as a movie. That's all I know. Right, that's okay. That's fair enough then. But yeah, I, I think it ran yeah, its course after like the third, yeah. the third season. Even though I liked it. Even though I liked all five of or yeah. six of them or whatever it was. Like, and I watched them. I enjoyed them for what they were, but it was a bit far-fetched in the end. Yeah. Again, it was more like the Fast and Furious version of Breaking Out of Prison. It was, it was literally like... <laughs> What was it? Um, Sucre starts off as just like this little Spanish dude that robbed the shop. Dude, and then all of a sudden he's got contacts all over the world and all the rest of it. And he's like this master criminal that can help him get anything or do whatever he wants. Like, it's like, wait, what? Yeah, since when did that happen? So you just wanted to marry your homie and you robbed a little shop. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like, like he's he has to be one of my favorite characters, to be honest. He was so cute, bless him. Yeah. So that was that's my list of them. Do you have any more? Um, I'm not really sure. I think there's a there's a few series that fall into the category of they could have gone on for longer, and I think they would have done really well going on for longer. But at the same time, people probably thought that of the series that we just mentioned going on for longer, where they ended up going on for too long. Yeah. Maybe Stranger Things. Like, <laughs> that's what, like, I think Stranger Things is just tying itself up really nicely. nicely. Yeah, and I hate the fact that there's only one more season left. Yeah. I'm not going to say any spoilers. No. Well, well, we'll avoid spoilers for now. But, like, the, the upside down for Stranger Things is something that existed before all the events of Stranger Things. Yeah. It's, the, it's like that and there's mist various, stuff, it? Yeah, there's various creatures in there, and it's a vast land that we've barely scratched the surface of. Yeah. So even if it was to end after season five now, I'd be happy for them to come back with a, a new cast, exploring a different part of the Upside Down from a completely different point of view. You know with what? What would be... Sorry. <laughs> what would be awesome was what if they go back in time? Um, it would be cool if somebody found it before or finding like how it was created, that kind of thing. Or, like you said, moving on forward and yeah. exploring it like now. But the only thing with that is you would need the current active cast members um, to get there. Would they though? That's what I'm saying. It could be a it could be a whole new cast. 
It could be, but then how are those people going to know how how it exists without being tied to the original cast? Well, how did, how did the original cast find out about it? Because of L. I mean, it, yeah, but who's like this? I mean, like it was literally moment, all eleven. What eleven did? Yeah, but it's between America. It's between America and Russia. Eleven only broke the the seal essentially between the two worlds. Yeah, so she broke the seal. Then yeah. the KGB and the Russians and stuff, they stole like a, a demogorgon kind of thing, performed experiments and did whatever they did. So that's how they had that. So they don't yeah. know how to get into the Upside Down. They may know that it exists, but based on what, uh, was it Ivan? I can't remember his name. Like the, the Russian dude that was a guard and then he helped Hopper in the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him like he didn't know about it. He just knew it was a monster. He knew nothing about the upside down. He didn't have a clue. No, like, but that's like the 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 seal between worlds is being broken. So who's to say in fifty years time there's not a new papa that is experimenting on kids trying to recreate L from stories and rumors of what L was capable of. Do you know what I mean? That's an like, yeah. I, I can, talking, I can see like, that. You're talking, it could be like a 50-year time skip but where the, you could the, have, like... The chances are, though, the people that are involved in 50 years' time or so, they're either dead or, like, gonna die. That's for, that's for me. It could be someone who completely, completely doesn't have a clue what has gone on at this time. They could not even be born yet, but they could hear stories from, like... um. The doctor, Sam, like the, he could tell something to his kids about it or people who were in Hawkins at the time could tell their kids about it and their kids go on to like start investigating why this happened in Hawkins when they're older. And they could be like a 30 to 40 year old scientist who's then figured out about, found out about L and stuff and is trying to recreate it to find out exactly what happened in Hawkins. So kind of like the super serum and stuff from The Incredible Hulk. Sort of, yeah. And, like, what was it? Uh, Captain America and the Incredible Hulk. Because that's essentially what yeah. it was, right? Yeah, like, it was all stories of a super soldier. It was never confirmed, apart from stories and rumours from people who fought alongside Captain America to, as to what he was capable of. Yeah. So it's whispers and rumours. So I, I I, could see it going down that route. And then they could, I mean, have like a, they could have, like, a really interesting callback to it where you've got, like... I don't know, was proper lovable character, D- Dustin. You could have like someone, someone playing Dustin, but like in his seventies, and they eventually track him down and be like, "We we need you to tell us about this because such and such is back," or like the the upside down is uh, there's there's a new doorway to the upside down or whatever. Depending on how season five finishes, we don't know. Yeah, have so we got to wait like two years for it? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I hate, it. I hate it, but then I'm tempted to go back and watch the whole series because um, I think there's going to be a lot of things that make more sense and a lot of things that may stick out more. Yeah. After watching it. No, I agree. But so, th- the only thing is with that, though, is like um, everyone in this season looked significantly older as it is. Yeah. Like, for example, Eddie looked like. I know it was a joke that he was going to graduate this year or something, but he looked like he was in his 30s. Like, 
Like he lo he looked way too old to be in high school, dude. <laughs> I suppose. Like everyone just because of the lockdown and stuff and the restrictions, they couldn't film and stuff. It proposed it postponed the filming and it just looked. Everyone was significantly older than what they were. They did not. What were they supposed to look like? Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, something like that. Like they did then not. It's, it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It? No, I know but it's hard. That's but... what I mean. Like like a big time skip like that would be quite interesting. I think. Yeah. It, like it they could depends. even do it as like a British thing. How so there'd you... be a portal in Britain that like some American scientist who might have been involved with in that underground um, base with L. Yeah. Who then goes to Britain, tells people in Britain about what they were doing in America, and they start trying to recreate it. That's what everyone does. They find out information, they start trying to recreate it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they do. I just say, though, why is it always America? <laughs> why do these things always happen in America? Why can't they happen anywhere else in the world? Like, for example, um, everything in Avengers, apart from, like, the Sokovia thing, uh, mm -hmm. everything happened in, like, New York. <laughs> What is it about New York that aliens are fascinated with? It's just, I mean, it is a strange one yeah. why it's always in America. Yeah. The only uh, other thing was it Far From Home, I think it was. No, not Far From Home. Home. Yeah, it was Far From Home. Uh, they went to London, I think. Yeah, they went to a few cities. They were in Venice, um, Paris. Were they, they do Paris? Paris, yeah. I think they've done Paris. Paris and Venice and then London. It was, it was, it was a good film, though. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. Like, it's definitely something I'd be interested in watching. But they would have to do it well. Yeah, that's the thing. Moving swiftly on to gaming related stuff, by the way. So, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> minus the disconnects, minus the server issues, and uh, just bulkiness of a PTB. What did you think of the new uh, PTB? On Dead by Daylight. Uh, minus those things and minus some killers still playing it as if it was a competitive game of DVD. <laughs> it was good. Like, I know we played one game and as testing goes for a public test build, playing against the Blight who run Ruin and Dying, Tinkerer and Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Kind of stale. Yeah. Like, run a new perk for the love of all that is good. Like, I know Tinkerer was changed, and I know Barbecue was changed, but Barbecue didn't change for what you used it for as Blight, so you didn't need that. I think... Granted, Tinkerer changed, but Tinkerer was nerfed, so try something different. Like, as much as I understand why they would go on and play those builds and do that kind of stuff, I kind of feel... As if, like, yeah, try a different build, but at the same time, yeah, they can try that build, or they can try the regular builds, because other things change as well. It wasn't just the perks, it was like the regression speed. Uh, when yeah. you kick a generator, it's an extra 2.5% taken off instantly. Like, like that's what I mean, though, is Blight, Blight was good anyway, and that build on Blight was really strong. Mm -hmm. So, it was, like, you weren't really testing anything by running that build. If that makes sense, like, it's oh, yeah. a build that's already strong, and it's just being made stronger with the amount of extra regression and everything on there. So, like, there was no, there was no testing. 
involved in that. It was just like, if you're going to play that, just go play on the live servers. Fuck off. Yeah. No, I, I totally get you. But me, like, at the same time, see, trying to see it from both sides. Yeah. Like, the generators now take 90 seconds. Uh, yeah. Bloodlust for tier 2, I think, is 25 seconds, and tier 3 is 35 rather than 30 and 45 so there's like other things that have changed so i can understand that if they wanted to try that it could have been their first game like it could have been their first uh first game on the ptb and they just wanted to try out their regular build so maybe but then it's blight (laughs) if they're running ruin and dire ruin and dying tinker and barbecue in the ptb they've probably been playing blight for months and have probably Got a lot of hours in blights, sweating to kill everyone with five generators, but that's just my opinion on blight. Yeah. So too far it, it is a very killer sided, uh, despite what True Talent says, it is a very killer sided yeah, uh, update. It absolutely baffles me that there's like, I understand the whole um, taking hits debate, and yet it can be a bit ridiculous that you could take five hits to down someone but i think six i, think, I counted when i uh tried it out yeah like the the problem being with that is one the amount of setup that that takes to put in place yeah and then um i think i was watching scott Jun, okay and he basically was saying about it and he was like yeah this is a bit ridiculous but Listen, if you want to spend 80 seconds after getting unhooked, not touching a generator, that is fine by me. Exactly my point. That is absolutely fine by me. I'm glad you brought that up because it's not just that. Like the setup is going to take a while anyway. You have to be, for example, if you have Metal of Man, you need to take three protection hits before you get your your proc. So for those three protection hits, you're not doing a generator. You're not advancing the game. Uh. Then... The, the, the the problem with that is as well, and I did see it, um, Ots did a recent video on it. Yeah. Um, so you could get your three Metal of Man stacks without going down pretty quickly. So if you get unhooked, you uh, take the BT hit. So that's be one protection hit. You follow on, you take the off a record hit. So you get that hit again. Then you could take uh, the dead hard hit if they don't wait it out. And that's your three protection hits, all from just getting unhooked. Then you've got a Metal of Man hit. But how often is that going to happen? But I, that, at the, that's, at the same, that's what I mean. It takes the, a lot. It's, it's, it's not exactly easy to set up. And as really people not. have said, like, you go after the unhooker, you don't really get that problem. And not many people are going to get unhooked and start following the killer round trying to take these hits. Exactly. And you if need... they do, you're chasing one person while another person is getting, is there taking hits. So you've only got two people on generators. And if one person's dead at that point, you've got one person doing generators. You're fine. Exactly. And mix that in with the fact that generators take 90%, uh, sorry, 90 seconds. Uh, yeah. Factor in any other things, like, for example, thanatophobia or. Uh, jolt yeah. because jolt doesn't have a cooldown now which is insane yeah. like you can have a generator that's on 90 percent and everyone's injured and then all of a sudden you could have an oni just come down just like bop you all with his big stick and then all four of you go down how much progress is that gonna like it's gonna be screwed 
Well, if he downs you all with the one hit, it should only proc dot one. Does it though? I don't know. That's a, that, that's, that's It'd be good to try though, wouldn't it? Thinking yeah. of it. But um, there's certain things like um, I think with regards to off the record, I think it will get nerfed. Yeah, of course. How they nerf it begs to differ. I uh, think um, conspicuous ac- actions currently cancels it. Yeah, it does. It? Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure. Conspicuous, yeah, cons- conspicuous, a- conspicuous uh, actions uh, includes repairing a generator, healing yourself or others, cleansing or blessing totems, sabotaging loss. Yeah. Unhooking a survivor or opening an exit gate. I think um, that could be changed to add in that if you are fully healed. That's that's the only way that I would change it. I think it is fine yeah. as it is. Just add if you become fully healed, uh, you then lose the uh, endurance status effect. So you or may, may no longer. The only other it. way you could do it would be just cutting the time down on the endurance effect. Or is it eighty seconds? I want to say it's currently eighty. Um, so that's, that's pretty much a full generator. I think thirty would be fine. Um, I personally, I think eighty is still fine. Like as much as like, yeah, it's a long time in a game, especially down by daylight. If, if it was to be that if you got healed, you then lose the endurance effect, then the timing's fine. Yeah, but the thing is, is is to help with tunneling as well. So, like the amount of times yeah. that. Like, I consider myself a good looper, but, like, if I concentrate or if I'd, like, try a little bit or whatever, like, I consider myself, oh, don't snicker at me. Like, I meme a <laughs> lot, you know this. Like, I don't care. But if if I'd, like, for example, on Cold Tower, if I'm on Cold Tower and I want to keep practicing my looping, um, I'm still on that one side the entire map, pretty much. Um, unless I, I've got... A blocked wall or a blocked vault or something and i need to go to the actual coal tower or go to killer shack just to loop around and just get some distance or whatever yeah like i can loop killers for days and the amount of times that i've had i've been put on a hook and then tunneled off and i've been looping them for like another two or three gens or something and then they then they get me down like off the record would have still been active that entire chase and I could have either taken a hit like halfway through the chase so I can get an extra speed boost so I don't have to use dead hard or lithe or sprint burst or something that I think that extra endurance effect like will help like it it helps loopers in my opinion like off the record is one of those things that helps you as a looper helps you as like if you do get tunneled off the hook so I think 80 seconds is a valid way like it but if you do get fully healed for example a survivor could come up to you give you uh, an adrenaline shot or whatever it's called so you healed in like 15 seconds as soon as that 15 seconds is up and you're healed it goes no matter how you yeah. get healed i think it's that's when it should get removed yeah i think that's the fairest way about it because i think this is one thing i sort of wanted to test as well mm-hmm. would be running um off the record with renewal renewal what does so, that do um you when you get unhooked you would be broken um oh is that babysitter uh, after no no um what, what did it used to be called uh, no it's not camaraderie people use renewal and deliverance together right 
Is it uh, Jeff's no, perk? It doesn't work. No, Renewal's the other Steve perk. So when you get unhooked after like 20 seconds of being broken, you'll be fully healed. I'm sure that was Babysit or Second Wind. No, second Wind. Yeah, Second Wind. So yeah. ba Babysit is the unhooking, the actual unhooking one rather than being unhooked. Right, okay. But yeah, like running, running off the record with Renewal, you would come off, you would have that little bit of BT, then you've got off the record. So if you do get hit within those 20 seconds, it does nothing because Renewal is just going to proc and heal you up in 20 seconds anyway. And well, if you no, don't get hit and you start get, uh, you start looping. That's the thing. It doesn't. So if you re re uh, recover the health state, it'll recover your broken status if you get hit within that 20 seconds. No, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work through um, broken. We'd need to try it then. That's just, it doesn't recover your broken status. Once the broken once once that twenty seconds is gone, the broken status would disappear and it would heal you your to full health. Oh yeah, that's no sorry, that's why I don't mean broken, I mean endurance. So if you get hit within that twenty seconds while you're broken, you get the BT hit, right? So you've got that endurance status effect. Which needs yeah. means you need to mend yourself. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if you get the mend bar for um lucky break though. Uh, not lucky break. Um, I don't think you get the men bar for other endurance hits. I think it's only the BT hit. Because if you notice, Metal of Man was changed, so you don't get the endurance effect. Right, okay. You'll have to test you get, it. You get, the, you get the endurance effect, but you don't have to mend after taking that hit. Because I think um, it really confused me when Smurf has run it, and he took the Metal of Man hit and then got adrenaline and was fully healed. Yeah. Right, okay. Because I, I, I always thought we had to do the mend uh, after the, taking those protection hits or taking the BT hit or taking the... Uh... Even, even taking that away, you could get unhooked, run over to the killer, start looping them, get fully healed mid-chase because of it, because of renewal, yeah. and then you've got your full health state and an endurance hit, and you're probably only about 15 seconds into your 80 seconds. Yeah. Endurance, but you, you do need to uh, heal another survivor to get this activated, though. That's the only thing. Yeah. For the equivalent of a full health state. Yeah. That's the only issue. I, I do love that they buffed Soul Survivor to a perk that no one's still ever going to run. <laughs> Although I am... I say no one ever wants to run. I am curious about running it yeah yeah so I, ju just purely experimental of possibly like solo queue yeah and you know when you get to like it, there's the point where you've got the door standoff and you you gotta try and open one of the doors before you get found and all the rest of it yeah so running soul survivor with waker yeah that'll so, be good because you get what fifty percent extra speed, I think, when opening the gate. Yeah, with Soul Survivor. Yeah, and Waker does at a percentage as well, twenty five percent. So you would open the gate seventy five percent faster. And then if you if you're injured and you have resilience, that'll be an that's extra. That's another nine percent. I know it's a very niche situation, but if you're a solo cure. Maybe uh, a random build like this or like 
a build focus on endgame if you have confidence that you could last that long. Um, yeah, this that would be viable, I'd imagine. I'd love to see how fast it is, because Wake Up looks pretty fast anyway. Also, uh, you get an extra 6% on Spine Chill if the killer's looking at you. Yeah. Like, Spine Chill can come in clutch when you've, like, eat the gate a little bit. Yeah. But, like, imagine 75% plus your 9% is 80, 84%, and then your 6% for Spine Chill. You could be opening the gates 90% faster. That would be pretty cool. And imagine if you had dead hard. Uh, six, I want to say 16 seconds. Unless that's the, the Freddy perk, isn't it? Um, to increase it by six. Remember me, I think that is. Yeah, I think that is right, though. 20 seconds. 20 seconds, yeah. So 90% faster it, basically means like you'd open seconds. it in 11 to 12 seconds, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's disgusting. It is filth. But, yeah. It's it's a shit perk that they made slightly better, but it's still shit. Um, like, I've quickly just Googled how long to open the exit gate while we were talking about that, right? And yeah. that's how I found out it was 20 seconds. But the second, uh, sorry, the third result uh, mm. says, why do you 99% the gate in DVD? And this is this is on the forum right now. Last year, eighth of February, so uh, it's I think it's the full post of like this reply. So yeah. it says, as a person who plays both sides, I believe that ninety nine percent in the gates is an exploit, making you cheat the end game collapse. You can literally ninety nine percent them and do what you have to do without being pressured at the time, knowing that all you have to do is tap the gate switch and escape. So mm. people, if people do complain about this quite often. I think I've seen it be mentioned and um, I've seen a couple of suggestions to go against that, which mm -hmm. are quite interesting. Um, and I do sort of agree, like 99 in the gates essentially destroyed Blood Warden. Yeah. Blood, Blood Warden, you can still get value out of it, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot harder to get value out of Blood Warden because 99 in the gates exists. Um, so, you know, you get the three lights. Yeah. I thought one suggestion that was pretty viable was, like, a ruin effect for the gates. Yeah. But it would never regress under the light. The light that's currently on. Yeah. No, I get that. If that one light, it could regress back to that one light turning on. But it wouldn't go any further than that. So you could 99 a gate. But if you left it, it would start regressing until the point that third light would come on. But which I think, would be like 25% of a gate. Yeah. I think it should. That's, that's not a bad idea. That's a very good idea. But I, I'm, I'm, read, I'm reading this thing and saying... Uh, it was from Behaviour Person, actually. Yeah. And, it's, and they're saying, look, the endgame collapse isn't about pressure. It's about ending the game. Which, yeah. that is true, because the amount of people that... I remember back when the endgame collapse wasn't a thing, and they would just slug people out. Yeah. Like, for the entirety of the... Uh, oh. But th that's why the killer has been given the ability to open the gate. Because yeah, of so people they, 99 they in it. Well. Yeah, so they can't be held hostage too. So, uh, that's how the killers can force end the match. Because survivors can't 
like hold the game hostage at all. Yes, they cannot do gens, but then what what does that force chases? What happens when all of the chases have been done? All the doors are broken, all the pallets are gone. Like the mm. the survivors, unless they're somehow extremely, extremely good hackers or the killer is very, very bad. There's... I don't know. I think I could I could hide in a singular I, I could hide in a bush on Dead Dog Saloon as a death for a very long time. Yeah, but then you'll get crows. Yeah, but it's not like it's urban evasion. Urban evasion cab spirit. Yeah, so what about the other three survivors? That's their problem. Exactly. So the three survivors die, what happens? But you get what, what, this, this is I the problem. I close the exit gate. Where, where, I close the hatch, where, sorry. This is the problem where Swift comes into it. You get two people who both decide, right, we're going to be blended, so we're not going to do anything. We're going to hide in the bushes all game. What are you going to do? Walk around swinging up bushes while they laugh at you. Pretty much. Or you can just use your eyes. <laughs> like, the amount of times... Apart from that, the amount of people that are actually using shaders still yeah. to, like, gain an advantage. Not naming any names, but I swear to God, I I could smell the colours from certain streamers and certain content creators' shaders. <laughs> like, it is that bright. Like, I have no it's idea. It's like going through uh, the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I've just been pushed out of my, like, physical form of a body and I'm just mm. being fl flown through the multiverse. I'm smelling all sorts of colours through my, my monitor screen. And I'm like, why Why do you have this? It's like, oh, we, because it looks good. It's like, no, it doesn't. I've never seen such an overexposed shade of yellow, orange, and reds in my yeah. life before. It does not look good. I Like, in, in the lobby, you can barely see things. Then in-game, all you can see is scratch marks. Mm. Like, it is not because it looks good. It's the same thing when people say, 90% of the people I feel that played with stretch res played for the advantage. Uh, the 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 ten percent that didn't either played because of like games like CS:GO and they played by four by three anyway, or yeah. they've got an ultra wide monitor or something like that. So like it's essentially four stretched res because that's the resolution of your monitor natively. But yeah. people who played like that, I don't believe for one second that they believe it looked better. Uh, I believe that they did it because they could see over loops, see where the killer was, and like for example, expose Ghostface over the wall, that kind of yeah. stuff. They used it for advantage. Same with shaders. Um, but, like, I'm I'm not going to hold my, like, say that I don't use shaders because lately I've been using shaders 100%, but I've not done it to overexpose the game and to over, like, saturate the colors so I can see scratch marks, so I can see things. I've done it to actually make the game look better because lately the maps have been looking extremely, extremely dark where you can't actually see things. And then when the nightmare mode is on with the new killer, it makes it even oh. worse. Yeah. Like, you literally just can't see anything. And I understand that's the sort of premise behind the power and stuff. But yeah. if you look at my shaders and look at my in-game, I can tell you what, for, this, for the podcast, I'll load up Dead by Daylight, put my shaders on, take a screenshot, and then t take the shaders off to for a screenshot, mm -hmm. just to show the difference. Um, it's not that much of a difference. It makes it slightly brighter. It gives it slightly more contrast. So the, the blacks are like black and yeah. like the colors pop still. Um, it doesn't look so much like a dark, dull looking game. Um, the colors are a nice sort of blend between saturated and unsaturated rather than sort of gray and dull tones. 
Like, it, it just makes it look more cinematic and nice, in my opinion. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but the thing is, the only problem with that is the fact that everyone's monitor is different. So, the funny thing is, I've done a lot of thinking about this, and it reminded me with Kira, because she had shaders for her Sims play, Sims game, uh, upstairs. Her monitor is severely different to the monitor that we have downstairs. Yeah. And, uh... When she thought it looked good upstairs, she's like, oh, well, this is the same shade that I'm using upstairs. So I was like, well, it's different monitors, for example. Uh, these The monitors down here are very, very significantly more expensive um, because they're high refresh rate monitors. They're very, very color accurate monitors. Like, don't get me wrong, the monitors that she have were expensive and they're very good, but the ones downstairs, yeah. like, better again. Um, so the colors are going to look different. And her sims look like tangerines on them. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll sort the shaders out for you. I'll make them look more color accurate. I'll make them look good. And they look good now. And sims. Yeah. Transition. Pretty much. That's honestly what it was. Like, the, I think the, uh, the walls in the house were like a warm white. Uh, mm. But downstairs on those monitors, it looked like you painted them orange. <laughs> but, I but yeah, it's... I think what you said with Realm with the Endgame Collapse, that's good. Um, I think maybe it could be something like, I don't want to say a Hex Totem, it could be an offering, I'd imagine. So I think maybe have something along the lines of base kit, every grass is at like 20% of the speed for the last light. Like, not for the last light, for, for say for example, you've got two lights lit, and you're like three quarters of the way through the third light. And the killer comes, so you let go of it. It regresses at like 20% or 25% of the speed. And then you get an offering, kind of like the the luck offering. So it increases, it increases your luck a little bit. It increases everyone's luck a little bit. It increases everyone's luck a lot or your luck a lot. I think this should be like three, maybe, maybe three offerings that a killer could have rather than a perk that yeah. you could increase the regression speed of the exit gates for up to a hundred percent. And maybe you yeah. could have an iridescent one where it doesn't regress the gate fully, or maybe yeah. it does, but it regresses it at 50% of the speed. It's capped at 50 and it can either lose two lights or all three of the lights. Yeah. I think that would be something better than, because it would make it more killer sided and it would take the pressure off using Mori's or using like separate the hooks or that kind of stuff and map offerings and whatnot. Um, and there's nothing the survivors can do about it unless they run the other perks that don't get no love, like wake up, uh, like the other perks that help you unlock the gate. And maybe in the future, the keys could have an extra function to unlock the gates faster. Hmm. Or like it can lock the progress of the game, for example. That could be interesting. Just something random like that. I know it's like spitballing in the air right now, but that's... that's... No, it's definitely though. Like, it would be interesting to see them shake stuff up like that, because I, I, do, I do agree to, ex to an extent that um, 99 in the gates can be a little bit of an exploit. I know it's not an exploit, but it's not, I get no. where they're coming from. Yeah, I totally do. Way. yeah because it's like unless you have no way out 
uh, as soon you can be like I can be being chased around, a, I don't know, like the garage in Auto Haven Wreckers, yeah. and there's uh, on the opposite side of opposite corner there's an exit gate, and then the opposite side to the gas station there's an exit gate. That's usually where they spawn. If they don't spawn right next to the garage, it's on the opposite corner. So those two gates, I could be looping someone. You could have just finished the last gen, which is right by the exit gate, or by Killer Shack, for example. And you and Smurfus, or you and a random, or two randoms, could just go straight to the exit gate, 99 it, and then it's done. Like, and I'm still looping the killer around uh, the gas station, and there's nothing that they can do because, like, I'm 0.001% MMR. I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, I, I have, I've got life, for example, so... And I've 99 my exhaustion. Next, they're going to probably reduce, they're going to complain about that. You can't 99 your exhaustion. You either get fully, like, healed of exhaustion or not. And I don't think, I don't think they can change. No, they can't change that. They'll break the entire game. Um, but <laughs> you know what I mean. They'll so, break the entire game just by adding perks, dude. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So I could just walk for a second so I get my, my exhaustion status gone. And then I could fast fold the window, go to the exit gate, they can take hits for me, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if it's a bubber, obviously they wouldn't, but you know what I mean. It's it's like, Uber. 99 in the gates is a thing. Uh, or, or even just like, the borrow time stuff. The, Maybe... the thing I've noticed, what they're trying to do, it seems to me they're trying to make sure that everything has a counter. That's a good thing. Which, I, I yeah, I agree with. That's fine. But that's one thing the killers can really counter. It's like bad they skills. Can, bad they can skills. to an extent, but no. But like they, even if you weren't that good of a looper, if the killer chases someone off the gen and someone finishes that last gen, like you could be stuck in a stalemate essentially, where they just wait for that their team to go and 99 the gates then that team then comes over takes three hits and they all get out yeah and you don't have to be a good looper for that to be a situation no you don't and if, you're, if you're a good killer sometimes there's fuck all you can do about that yeah that's that's just how the game goes though uh if you get outplayed to an extent that you've got to that you've got to as a killer yeah. you've got to the point where you haven't got anyone killed and the last gen's about to pop and yeah you're chasing someone so you know you're going to lose the gen and you're going to lose the both gates that's on you like you've been outplayed that happens like suck yeah. it up in my opinion like the amount of times that i've got absolutely shat on by survivors solo survivors and survivor friends like really good ones yeah it's it's like holy shit you played very well like the only time that i don't appreciate it is when they're just like oh gg easy blah 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 whatever because mm. like one if they were in survivor friends you're all in comms uh, mm -hmm. against me yeah you're better than me so what you don't need to just be a dick about it, you know like just just move on <laughs> like yeah you're better than me who cares <laughs> yeah like it's when they're bad winners that's what annoys me yeah and then the sore losers as well the sore losers are like they're hilarious but it's like really just get good it's like the other day i was playing solo queue and uh, I'd ran, I think it was a legion, maybe. I'd ran him for a bit. I'd been hooked twice myself. Uh, I didn't even get a heal the first 
twice I was on, uh, on the hook, I think. Um, and I did two or three gens in the meantime, as well as some totems. And this one person was just hiding the entire game. And uh, they got hooked just as I was trying to complete the last but one gen and the last gen. So they got hooked twice. And the one person that was left went, went to go after them. And in that, in that time, I was doing the execute on the opposite side of the map. And I had a feeling that they'd have no it. So that's the reason why I stuck the gate as well. And yeah. that one person was just about to get the unhook and whatever. And uh, no, it popped. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. Like, I'm not running over the other side of the map uh, just to get no, it like slapped when I was injured anyway. And yeah. uh, I'm not getting the safe. I'm not going to risk it because it's just going to have 4K. But then that killer, sorry, that survivor started flaming in chat then saying, oh, you're literally the worst survivor ever. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Like, full-on, like, complaining because they got outplayed and killed by a legion. And then I I didn't I didn't even have borrowed time either. Because I yeah. was playing as Jake and I have little to no perks on him because of uh, prestige in him and stuff. Yeah. But it's just sore losers and, and bad winners. That's what I, really I, gets on my nerves. I had what the other day was a, a sore winner. Mm-hmm. And I've never laughed so much in my life. So they were playing. I say they were a sore winner. They didn't win because three people got out. They killed me with Noed, basically. Yeah. Um, on Huntress as well. By, um, by the way, Noed is a survivor perk. It's totally on the survivor's fault if Noed is still there. <laughs> Let me just put I, that out there. I would like to say it wasn't my fault in terms of she chased me for a good 75% to 80% of the game. I think I barely touched the generator. Um so I couldn't really do much else other than Looper. Yeah. But I, I was fine. Um, but they were upset with me, even though I was the only one that got killed. Um, told me that, um, basically said like, oh, your, your, dad, your, your, your dad's as dead as your skill or something like that. What? <laughs> yeah. So I, I just said, I actually have two dads that are very much alive. The only thing more dead than me is in this lobby is your skill. Yeah. He replied with 1v1 me. Wow. Very... So I said, I said, cowshed question mark. <laughs> and when I don't do 1v1s. I was like, what? What? You've just asked me for a 1v1. I've offered you a map and you've told me you don't do 1v1s. Jesus. I was so confused. So I was like, Jesus, who the fuck pissed in your foot cornflakes today? <laughs> I know, I'm just mad, man. I don't eat cereal, actually. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck Jesus. is going on? He then added me as a friend on Steam and asked me to go and play Survivor with him. Oh my God. Like, it's... I was like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, shit, like, this is just so weird. Like, honestly, the community is the most, at times, the most toxic. But at times the most funny, but then also at times the most nice and humble. Like the amount of awesome people that I've met through Dead by Daylight is just fantastic. We played against the ghost face a while ago and... Did he know what you were night, doing? He had no clue and in the nicest <laughs> way possible we shat on him for the whole game. And we got to the end game chat and we all, like a few of us said GG. And he just come back with, "GG, well played, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, you guys were so good. I could not even get close to hitting you. Like it was insane. Like I don't understand how you were so good at the game and all the rest of it." Yeah. 
I was just like, and he was just really humble about it. He was like, oh, like I want to go against you again in the future, just to like learn and try and get better. And I was like, that that's what that's what people should be. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it should be. Like you've got our play. We've all said GG. You've complimented us because we were better than you. And you want to play against us again, not because it was an unfun game for you, which it probably was because you barely done anything. I think you had like two hooks the whole game. Yeah. Because uh, you got outplayed and you wanted to play against the people that outplayed you to try and get better. Like, that's exactly what I'm like. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I joke about the 0.1% MR because that's just a meme in the the entire community kind of thing. But at the same time, like, I, I know that I'm a good player, but at the same time, I know that there's people better than me, like Survivor and Killer Sided. Um, yeah. I hadn't played uh, Killer for however many months, and, like, I've gone back to Killer now, like, playing Killer sort of, not frequently, but occasionally, and I'm getting better at Killer, because yeah. I'm, I'm only playing Huntress. Like, I played one nurse game um, for a specific reason, uh, the, that was my first killer game in God knows how long, and I decided to go to RPD because a certain headbanging uh, creator out there. Not, not maybe you, yes, crew. You like to headbutt the camera, right? I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. <laughs> Obviously, because uh, the camera is too far away for it to be actually headbutting it. But I just wanted to prove a point that if you're good with a killer, you can get. A 4k on any map and i got 4k on apparently the only map that a nurse doesn't keep their streak on because it's so uh, survivor sided and i used the same perks same loadout as this creator and i got the 4k like I, the, the last one escaped through the hatch but that was due to me being nice but like i got the 4k fairly easily it was it was a very easy game I, and it's, I did the same with Huntress as well, actually. But it's it's one of those things. So um, I was watching a streamer last night, and um, someone DC'd before the game even started because an RPD map offering. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they basically said, "Yeah, I'm not playing on RPD. Um, it's impossible to play on RPD." So you're like, "Well, who are you playing?" Blight. Like, Blight's actually pretty good on RPD purely because of the fact that you've got things to bounce off constantly. Yeah. But then like, all, it's also bad, isn't it? Because you've no, got things to bounce off constantly. <laughs> yeah, but I'd like... It's possibly just me. I'm shit with him. If you're good with Blight, RPD is pretty decent map for you. It's not amazing, but it's a pretty decent map for you. You've got enough to bounce off that you could get across the map if you need to. You can, like... You, you go into a corridor with a survivor and they're dead. Yeah, you pretty much, hit. yeah. Just and bounce and then... There's a lot of corridors. Yeah, there's a lot of corridors. It's like, it's one of those things. Um, If you're good enough with him that you know his curves and everything as well, even if they do duck into a room, you can bounce into that room effectively. Mm -hmm. So we just had the discussion and it was basically brought up. It was like, if you're, if you're going to refuse to play a certain map as a certain killer, you're never going to get good at playing that map as that killer. Yeah, exactly. So just, I, I just never understand people play the game, play the game. If you get absolutely shot on, but you learn something new while playing that map, great. It's like, you know, when I played Kill Your Friends and we went to Auto Haven Wreckers? Oh, the first time you took Nurse out of Midwich? 
No, not Ness. Huntress. Yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll sh I shout on you guys no matter, <laughs> no matter the map with Ness. <laughs> like, I was, I was just using Midwitch as a testing ground because, to be fair, to, honest, dude, to be fair, the only reason why I took Ness to Midwitch is because, you know, when I went against Limmy and I did I escape that game? I know I shat on him and looped him a lot, but I think so, yeah. I, I think I did escape, didn't I? But, um, mm. He, I went to his stream and like people were saying he only ever uses Midwitch because Midwitch is so. I was like, is Midwitch that easy with Nurse? So yeah. I I got a build going. I went to Nurse and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like test Nurse on this. I'm gonna like get used to Nurse's blinks and stuff. So I used Ruin and Dying Surveillance and Tinkerer, which mm. are with double range add-ons because Ooh told me that uh, what was it? The uh, um. The double range add-ons you can go from pretty much the middle of the map to any single generator in the entire map yeah so it's very much true i thought you know what let's just try that i can i can go around midwich i'll get all the auras i'll get all the tinkerers out the ruins everything i can do a jump scare build essentially because i'll be able to grab them off the gens and the amount of time it took me to get used to nurses blinks was insane it was so short like playing on that map, I think not even like two or three days. Like I was very, very comfortable with Nurse's Blinks. And yeah. it just made me such a better nurse player because of it. So then I took that into other matches uh, off of Midwitch. <laughs> and I only ever put the only reason why I put Midwitch Nurse on for you guys is because one, you knew what my build was. Yeah. And for good, and you guys are good survivors. So for you guys to have knowledge of what build i'm going to be running but you guys to know what uh, what color what color what killer i'm going to be playing as and mm. what map and everything you guys would know how to counter me like if yeah. if there was anyone that's going to counter me it would have been you guys and i wanted that challenge and yeah. it came to a point where you guys absolutely fucking shat on me a few times and i thought that would it was it was a good one like it was good practice for me to get used to that pressure yeah. And there has been, I swear to God, there has been no uh, survivor group that has put me under that much pressure since I played Nurse. Like, <laughs> nobody's ever come close. Like, an understandable, like, you guys weren't even communicating. That's the thing, because I was in the call with you. But you guys weren't even communicating. You guys just knew. And... He's coming! Pretty much. And, and the fact that you guys knew and you guys had that advantage. And... But... It's like, I can, yeah, you know what build I'm running, the survivors wouldn't. But at the same time, on massive maps like Auto Haven Wreckers, like Larry's, like whatever, I've still shat on survivors, no matter what the build was or no matter how, what map it was. Like, no one has come close to giving me that kind of pressure that you guys have. Yeah. And that's what makes, I thrive under that kind of pressure. Like, like I prefer to have pressure on me than an easy time. Because See, mine, mine usually just depends on what day it is. Like, I have really, <laughs> really, really bad days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's it's fun. I I like the I like the direction the DVD is going at the moment. Yeah, and, I I do. Yeah. Um. So I'm just hoping it brings a lot more of the player base back eventually. With the content creator stuff that we have going on as well. 
I did want yeah. to just quickly brief over this, like how people take advantage of streamers, namely female streamers. So yeah. I quickly just told you about this before we started. And uh, essentially there's this streamer called Positive. Uh, she's really cool. I really like her. She's nice to have in the background as well because she does a lot of just chatting streams as well as playing Fortnite and Warzone and stuff. Um, I think she was playing Among Us and uh, golf with friends and stuff the other day. Um, yeah. But she's cool. She's chill. She's nice and whatnot. And she had someone, she had something going on with her uh, recently, like last week, I believe it was. Um, some creep in chat. Well, so let me put it into perspective. She had, uh, she wasn't wearing any revealing outfits or anything like that. Um, despite someone on Twitter uh, saying, like, putting it down because of it. Uh, just because she wore a vest top, essentially, it, uh, you shouldn't have been wearing, wearing that revealing outfit or whatever. But and it wasn't revealing in the slightest. I even said to Queen, I said, look, what's your thoughts on this? Do you think she looks nice? Do you think it's too revealing? Blah, 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 whatever. She said, no, she looks looks really nice. She said, I want that top. It looks really nice. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and the thing is, the person, that, the guy that said this had a vest top on, uh, on his thing and he literally did it for clout on his tweets he was like oh my god look at all of this and he shared a screenshot of all the uh, activity that he had so it just proves yeah. that he was doing it just to be a dick and just to just get clout so yeah. back to the actual thing that went happened so uh i'm not sure whether there's a boyfriend a roommate or something that came in but they were messing about having a good time and whatnot and then he ended up lifting her up and spinning her around in a circle like just spinning around completely innocent harmless fun right so then what happened then uh, her titty came out and she noticed that it was coming out. She tried to like stop it. She put her hand over her chest and whatnot. And then as he put her down, like it obviously titties have, uh, are not confined to gravity. So they bounced. And when they did, it came out and whatever. And it's out for a split second. So this creep accidentally, uh, in inverted comments, uh, commas, uh, accidentally moved their mouse, clicked clip, uh, put a title in the clip and like condensed it down to when the thing actually happened um and then press publish by accident copied the link after it published <laughs> to another website downloaded it by accident and then proceeded to try and extort her for more nudes um to delete the clip or money or a mixture of both but she she was essentially being blackmailed just because of a total accident that happened on stream totally innocent accident and uh, they've allegedly put it up on Pornhub and other other websites. I believe it was on Twitter, uh, like with screenshots of when it came out. But if you, as a normal viewer, unless you were staring at her chest the entire time, like looking for something to come out, you wouldn't have seen it. So there is no way that that person clipped it by accident. And it, it was obviously done in malice. And that kind of thing just pisses me off because it was something just playful and totally innocent and stuff like that. And then essentially because of that happening, someone clipping it and they've essentially got the proof. Not only they, that person is trying to blackmail the person uh, and trying to like expose her, but that kind of shit can get her banned on the platform uh, for, for nudity and stuff. And that's not good because that uh, it can just ruin someone's career by getting banned. It can get their channel shut down, that kind of stuff. And that's it's, like that kind of stuff doesn't happen with men. Like you can't accidentally, unless you have some really short shorts and somehow you just flop out your, your wet noodle and it, it somehow comes out, you know, like, yeah, like that kind of stuff doesn't happen to guys because I, I'm fairly certain I've seen people, uh, seen guys doing like a mankini stream and their nips are out and they don't get banned. 
or I've seen people, seen guys stream without their shirts on, they don't get banned, even though their nips are showing, that kind of stuff. So, like, it's one rule for one, one rule for another. Why sexualize uh, a female's nipples or breasts or whatever? You can have as much skin as you want showing, uh, providing you don't show the nipple. So, I don't feel it's, it's just, it's, I don't feel it's equal in that position. Don't get me wrong, I'm a lover of boobs, but if you're going to ban a woman for showing her nipples on stream, do it for a man or don't do it for either. You can't sort of pick sides. Just because women's breasts are over-sexualized, uh, I don't think, I don't think it's a, it should be a bannable offense, especially when it's in something like so innocent like that. I Don't get me wrong, I've seen streamers like with loose-fitting shorts, uh, with no underwear on, purposefully bending over or moving their legs in such a way that it exposes a lip. Uh, and like you can see Homer Simpson's mouth just peeking out of their shorts, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm <marred. laughs> But like that, I can yeah, I can understand. Yeah, totally. But as far as that goes, I don't think I, I just find the people who do that kind of stuff is pretty. Is they have a pretty sad life. Let's be honest. It's just it's just absolutely disgusting, and it is shows what a vile person that is, and. And Positive well, is such a lovely person too. She's amazing. I, I say that. It's a really unfortunate accident that he managed to do all that without meaning to. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> the fact that they said they clipped it by accident, but yet they clipped it, downloaded it, uploaded it to places, it's took, like took screenshots of it. It's like when you accidentally cheat on your wife or something. Like, oh, I, I didn't mean to slip and fall and stick my dick in her. Like, exactly, that was yeah. Accident. Like, fuck her. Come on. It's kind of like the magic bullet theory from uh, the JFK assassination, right? Where the bullet just went all different directions. It's kind of like your pee-pee. Oh no, my, 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 my sausage is just like unzipping itself. Oh no, it's unzipped the woman. Oh no, it's just gone inside her. Like, no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Have you seen um, the TikTok of that? When they're uh, going out for the date and the guy slips on the pencil? No, I haven't. Oh my God, I need to find that for you. So a, they do it as a guy, um, him and his missus are dressed up to go out for a date. And yeah. he steps on a pencil, slips and falls over. Oh, yes. On the sofa where his headphones are and his headphones get stuck to his head. Yeah. He stumbles backwards, accidentally kicks the on button of his Xbox with his toe. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that. <laughs> he falls yeah. in his gaming chair and he's like, ah, oh, what an accident. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a game now. Yeah, I've seen loads of things like that. They're they're fantastic. They're really cool. Uh, it really tickled me. The last thing that I wanted to talk about with you, and I know you're not too much into fighting and stuff, and you don't keep up to date with this kind yeah. of stuff, mainly because of work as well. But yeah. the YouTuber boxing stuff. Now, I would love to do this. I would happily get in the ring, like because it's just banter, and I'm one of these weird people that is. I don't like inflicting pain on people. Would but you I like to be round one or round three. Uh, I'm confused. One. <laughs> would you prefer to be round one or like round two? Round three? what? What would be your favorite round to be? Um, I'd say round two or three. I'd say round three is a good sort of round because round one or two, you're still finding finding people out. You're finding how they faints. They like how how their feet are working to like. Just oh oh. What do you mean? You were on about actually boxing. I thought you were going to be a ring girl. No, oh, fuck off. 
friend. I don't, I don't mind. I got you down for round two, ring girl. Now, come on. Well, you know, I'll be around two. I'll be around <laughs> two, ring girl. Jeez. <laughs> but uh, no, in all in all seriousness, like I'm not one for hurting people. I do, I don't know what it is. I'm one of these weird people that get like an adrenaline boost and like I'm an I'm a I'm a thrill seeker. I love the the excitement of it, the potentiality of like I don't know hurting yourself or like something possibly like jumping out of a plane or really fucking excites me jumping off mm. of a cliff like with like free falling and then all of a sudden you just throw your parachute out or whatever whatever i can't remember what it's called that kind of thing excites me like i remember when i was younger i'd like you remember manhunt right you remember playing that yeah. so i used to play that it's like essentially for those of you who don't know you have a number or you can make up a number or whatever so there's people that have to be like the chaser and then the people that are being the chased. So whenever you find someone, you just have to beat the shit into them to get the number out of them. And if they give up their number, uh, you you join the chasers and then you chase the rest of the people and then it goes on until nobody's left. It's kind of like zombies, I guess, uh, called zombies. Yeah. And essentially, I was always the last person that got caught. Because not only I was bullied in school, like in primary school, so I knew how to run fucking fast, and I had I had stamina to the nines. Um, but in had. yeah, had that's why I said had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so in comprehensive school, when we used to do it, uh, I was always the last one alive. Not because I like I was on the rugby team for this reason as well. Uh, not because I could run fast, nobody could catch me, or I had more stamina than anyone. Uh, the fact that I just loved, I don't know, the thrill of someone just punching me in the face or something or kicking me. Like, and I don't know, it just, like, give me more drive to, like, push forward and carry on, you know? I think this sort of, because I have a very high pain threshold. So if something hurts me, you know it bloody hurts. And it's the same with rugby. Like, the thrill of rugby wasn't, like, running with the ball, scoring the tries, that kind of stuff. Was, me was tackling people or getting tackled. Like, yeah. if somebody could take me down, like, I'd be like, holy shit, good job, good fucking job, you know? But usually it'd take, like, two, three, maybe four people. But it was strange. I was I was so quick I could dart past them, but it was just a thrill for me. So doing YouTube boxing or Twitch boxing, I would definitely be down for it for two reasons. One, the thrill of it. But two, I will get in shape again. Like, I, believe it or not, Ryan, I used to have abs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had abs, plural. What did you do? Buy them off Amazon? <laughs> no, I, I just lived on tuna pasta and custard creams all my life. <laughs> and I used to like I used to skateboard. So, what used, you're saying is it's Queen's fault. Yeah, pretty much, hundred percent. Like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to be fair, what happened was I used to I used to skateboard a lot. I used to play rugby, football, cricket. I every sport I played, I was in the athletics team and stuff, and. uh after I left school, obviously I wasn't doing all of that, but I was skating most of the time. And I had an injury where I broke my my lower back, my coccyx, uh, my tailbone, whichever you want to call it, and I couldn't walk. Uh, so essentially, I my metabolism was like super burning everything. So yeah. I, was, I was stick thing anyway. So it got to a point where I I developed a fear of skateboarding. After that, I didn't want to skate because of the injury, how bad it was, and how it made me feel. So I didn't skate after that and. But I still had the same because I was because yeah. I was with Queen. Like she was feeling me good, like she was keeping mm -hmm. my, my belly full and my she balls empty. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I was still eating loads. And she used to cook cakes. She used to bake all the time. She used to cook banging meals. 
and yeah. it's just fantastic. So I started to put on the weights in my twenties, like as soon as I was, I hit like twenty. Like, are you gonna miss Queen? What? Are you gonna miss Queen when she runs off with Raisin? No, <laughs> because she's not gonna run off with him. <laughs> Rude, man. But uh, but yeah, oh, I suppose off she'd be flying off wouldn't she private jet <laughs> but yeah the, the the fun thing is is like i was teaching kira how to fight and stuff and we was doing mma and stuff like that and yeah. it just reignited that thing and like this whole youtube boxing thing came along and i was like holy shit i really want to get into this but at the same time i wouldn't be able to get on a card because yeah. i'm a nobody essentially like i don't I have imagine- millions of subscribers I'm just picturing you now getting into YouTube boxing, but like from the complete lower ranks and doing call, calling back here to the Simpsons, the Homer Simpson boxing style thing where you just start off as a no one fighting these bums. But, and just go up against Jake Paul and just fucking take every shot he's yeah. got. <laughs> you just they just get beat the shit out of until they run out of stamina and you just push him over. <laughs> the thing is, I could possibly do that to an extent. Yeah. Like I've I'm like it, it don't quite work like that with boxing, really. No, I know. Like I would block my head and stuff, yeah. But yeah. like body shots, like I've got a thick body. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, he's thick. Like, don't get me wrong, my my belly's a bit big, but the rest of my body is is muscular. Um, especially my legs. My legs haven't lost it from skateboarding, and I noticed that when I started skateboarding again. My God, my legs are like tree trunks. It's, insane they've just gone like rocks again um yeah but as far as boxing goes i feel it's just my stamina like stamina and technique obviously technique is a big thing like you can't just like switch on and off boxing especially if you haven't been trained properly i'm not that naive to think that but i think if i get in shape uh regards to stamina because like when i used to train kira i used to let her just like beat the shit out of me just so she can get used to it and then i'd give her some back so she'd not be used to like just take uh, just giving it so she'd also yeah. just receive a few blows too and stuff and she just thrived i can guarantee you if she carried on she would be she could have gone to boxing or mma easily yeah um but doing that it just made me want it even more but to to get on the cards uh like you said i would have to become somewhat relevant in youtube twitter twitch whatever and i would love to do it hell i just set up like a little roulette wheel like just call out a random youtuber and be like i, I want to fight you dude i would i would honestly i'd honestly fight ksi alex wasabi gibb brute mcbroom deji fuzzy which is on this fight coming up and i would fight any of them like win or lose, I wouldn't care. I'd just do it for the experience. Like, yeah, I would love to do it. Like do even Joe, the, even Joe Weller, Jake uh, Jake Paul Fury. Uh, <laughs> like this is kind of like for me. This is the box YouTube box or no YouTube because it's like he's he's professional now, right? Like oh, he's yeah. he can't be. I don't think I can class Jake Paul as a YouTube boxer anymore. Not at all. Um, like he hasn't fought a professional boxer, granted, but that's that's the only reason I don't class him as a professional boxer. Yeah, he's got a license yes, and everything. Boxer, give it to him. Yeah, yeah. But, so like, Jake Paul versus Fury. Um, allegedly, Tyson has ties to to the Irish Mafia. 
there's something to do with Fury, the Fury family and stuff being tied to someone else or known fugitives or whatever. Like, didn't their dad, like, rip out someone's eye from their socket or something and that's why he's a bard from America? Like, he can't Probably. go to something, something along those lines. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things. So, the fact that, the thing is, weird thing is he was in California the other week as well. I think it was California. Like, which is really weird. Like, he's gone back home and now he can't come back to the US. It's, it's strange. Um, but knowing that fact, and if he knew that he wanted his family by his side, they should have done it in Dubai. They should have done it in America, uh, in the UK. They should have done it in Russia. They should have done it in any other country but the US so his family could be by his side because that's a piss poor excuse that Tommy is running. Like, I think it's going to be a close fight. Don't get me wrong, T Tommy has a lot of weaknesses, which you can probably exploit. I don't think he's a particularly fantastic boxer. Same as Jake Paul. But at the same time, like, they're good boxers. It's weird. Like, they've got the fundamentals down. Jake has his power. Um, Tommy is a bit lackluster in his defense. I think it's his right hand he keeps dropping all the time, and he gets he constantly gets hit by a left hook. Like, he, he needs to get... Like his, he's a, he's a forward attacking boxer, but then he's very sloppy with it as well. Like it'll be an interesting fight if Jake catches Tommy with one of his uh, hooks, like it's lights out for Tommy. But if if Tommy can push forward on Jake and keep the pressure on him, like he's he's done in his previous fights, I I think that he will outgas Jake, and uh, he'll he'll win. Uh, it possibly be by points, but either way, it's not a win win for Tommy. It's a win win for Jake. Because yeah. I don't. If the I don't know, I don't know. I think I think Jake's got to the point now, though, where he talks so much shit about being this such a good boxer and all the rest of it. If he does get beat by Tommy Fury, who, when he fought on the Tyson Fury undercard, to me just looked bang average as a boxer. Like if he goes out and loses to Tommy Fury, I think he loses all credibility. Hundred percent. A boxer. That's that's so what this goes to. Quite cut and dry of like it's a win-win for Jake. I, I think it's a win-win for Tommy more than anything. I don't see. Like, have you seen the people that Tommy's fought? I think it's like 150, 200 plus loses between all of his opponents. Mm. It's it's awful. But with Jake, it's, it's not it's not great for Tommy. But if Tommy goes out and loses, he hasn't exactly got the, a massive boxing reputation anyway. He hasn't. But he, his dad, his dad have also said he's disowning him if he loses. <laughs> like he's losing the 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 Fury name if he loses, and his yeah. boxing career is over. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't, it's it's a weird one. Life. What I have just come across though. Did you know that Logan Paul signed up with the WWE? Yes. Which he signed the contract. That's he has. Insane. It's madness and. So, that's fantastic. Like in in all fairness, uh, I don't watch the WWE, but the mm. fact that someone from like they've opened, like sort of the gateway, really, like this whole YouTube boxing thing that they've done, like KSI and uh, Joe Weller started this X amount of years ago. They started this whole YouTube boxing thing. It escalated to be on like mainstream sort of thing. Jake Paul's gone on to do what Jake Paul's doing. KSI and Logan has become best friends and like they've released a drink, they've done this, that, and the other together, they are shows and stuff. And then Logan's like gone to a guest star a few times on WWE and now he's actually signed a contract. Like this entire thing with opening the floodgates of YouTube content creation and then expanding to other sort of mainstream uh, yeah. 
media outlets. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, like he uh, apparently he's done very well, like in his other guest appearances. Mm. So, well, um, he he was um, from by all accounts he was a really good um, actual wrestler in high school and stuff as well, and he's not a small guy. No, he's huge. So, like he's a big dude. But yeah, he was he's apparently champion or something. For, um, I've seen someone call him for uh, Clash of the Castle. Have you seen now um, the WWE's coming to Cardiff? Oh, I haven't, no. So WWE's coming to, I think it's Cardiff, or they've announced they were coming to the UK anyway for a live show. And they're saying they want um, uh, fucking... Oh, what are they called? Amateur wrestlers? No. I'm 2v2s. Not... <laughs> Tag teams. Tag teams. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. I could not pull that out of my head then. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Uh, tag team match. Tyson Fury and Tommy Fury versus Logan and Jake Paul. Yeah. That would be, pretty... be hilarious. I just, I just can't help. Like, but I can't take Tommy seriously. I just no, can't. Tyson's a different beast. Tyson's a different beast, yeah. Like, the fact that he went on Love Island as well. Like he's a bit of a pretty boy. Don't get me wrong. He's a he's a good looking lad. How they come from the same family, I don't know. <laughs> but Tyson, Tyson Fury looks like the fucking um, the Cyclops from Hercules. Like. <laughs> it's just madness. Like I Tommy's not. A, he's more of a model than a boxer. Yeah. Like if he's if he's been around boxing his entire life. And he can't spark out these people that have like a hundred plus losses between them or 200, whatever it was. If he can't knock them out, he, he's just like below average of a boxer. Mm. Like, and if I was his dad, I would not be managing his career. Like if he can't knock these people out, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, but you can, you can argue the same for Jake. He hasn't fought a, a boxer. Like, I can understand Ben Askren. Like, I could have probably took out Ben Askren with, like, my arms behind my back, you know? Or, like, at least one so I could at least punch him. He's fought these UFC guys, but, like... Dude, Tyrone Woodley. Uh, that was... I'm sorry. That was the biggest dive I've ever seen in my life. It, it wasn't a dive. Like, he actually knocked him out. But I, as much as it could have been a... Not so much that he didn't knock him out, but he let him. Like, Tyrone Woodley is a hard puncher. He could have won that first fight. No question asks. For some reason, for some reason, he had Jake on the ropes, which for some reason didn't count as a knockdown, which is absolutely fucking barbaric. Like, he literally got held up by the ropes. But if Tyson Fury wasn't so fucking hesitant like he was in the UFC, he could have capitalized on that. Just one more punch and Jake would have been out. One more punch, that's all it took. But he was just there holding his guard as if, like, Jake was coming at him. That was a load of fucking bullshit. So regardless whether or not that was, like, fixed, I don't believe it was fixed. But the second fight, I... Well, there, there was rumours in the contract that he wasn't allowed to knock Jake Paul out. Yeah, there's, there's rumours like that, but surely, like, contracts like that fixing fights because people would have bet that Tyrone would have knocked him out. So if he was in the contract, he would, should have made all those bets null and void. Uh, so that I, I kind of feel that that's a lot of bullshit. But at the same time, looking at the footage from uh, the second fight, it does kind of look like he gives him like a nod. Uh, 
to drop his guard kind of thing. But not at the, even, not but even at the just same, that. dude, it was a good uh, right yeah. hook. Like it was a cracking was, right hook. But an experienced fighter like Woodley should never be dropping his guard in that situation. Two things. That was never he fought in UFC. UFC is different yeah, to UFC, boxing. You no, know, UFC is even worse, if anything. But it was a good feint. You drop your guard for a second in UFC and you're on your ass with someone sat on your chest punching you in the jaw. Yeah, but the thing is, it was a very good feint by Jake. I, I've got to give it to him. It was a good feint. Like, he, it looked as if he was going to the body on every single angle. And it's not as if he he's unknown to do that. He is known to switch his angles up. He's known to go to the body at places and then come back up top. And I think that's... Yeah. Because he done that throughout the fight, he fainted it or he faked it, and then he just come with a overbearing fucking right hand, clock him on the jaw, and just sparked him out. I think if it was possibly genuine, maybe or maybe not, like he got paid to take the drop, but like he, Tyron hadn't even trained properly. Like he was film, he was on a film when he got the call to do the to do the fight. Yeah. He claims that he was fighting all the time, uh, or he's trained all the time, but he wasn't. He was actually like doing a film or something. I just, I, <laughs> watching, it, watching it over and over again, something doesn't sit right with me. The fact that the, the, the Jake Paul nod just beforehand, how easily he drops his guard completely without throwing a punch. And, like, without, and without pivoting or like moving, like, yeah. I can understand it. Like, don't get me wrong, I can understand it. But unless they somehow did something in perfect secrecy, where nobody knew apart from those two. That's not hard, though. <sighs> well, to be fair, the, the best part about those fights was the uh, the the back and forth they had in the uh, press conferences. It's like one <laughs> one of them. They were just like, and it, it just was not. It's the most least serious uh, press conference I've ever seen. And we just yeah. started. They just started talking, and then Tyrone just looks to the side, like, "Why the fuck the moon out? <laughs> the moon is so big." <laughs> I'm I'm very curious to see if Jake will end up fighting um, Tyson because that was rumored. No, and like no. Mike's even said himself that he would do it. Like, I, it wouldn't happen. Like it 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 genuinely wouldn't. Like all, dude, the kills. Like he would murder him. Like he would kill Paul. Tyson would have to come down so much weight, it would either kill him or he would literally be a walking skeleton like you see in the doctor's office. Oh no, no, not not um Fury. Who do you mean? Jake Jake Paul was supposed to be uh, in talks with Mike Tyson for a fight. Oh Mike Tyson, sorry, I thought you meant Tyson Fury. Yeah. Oh no, Mike, Mike Tyson would destroy him. But the thing is, Mike Tyson is friends with Jake. Because no, but he has also said, like he said, he likes Jake. He thinks he's a good boxer. But he also said, I would, I would get in the ring with him, and I would end him. Yeah, he probably would. But at the same time, you've got to think that his kids, well, his kids used to like him. Whether or not they still do is another story. But uh, essentially, he he said before that he wouldn't want to hurt Jake because of his daughters liking him, or or his kids liking him, whoever it was. So that's the uh, that's the thing. I know, but Jake wants to come to him for a fight. Oh, I'd Please do it. Do. Dude, I'd fight Please Mike. I'd Same as I'd fight... Um, what's his face? Uh, Mayweather. 100%. Like, I'd do it. For the bag. Like, and for the experience. Yeah. 
Like, and I wouldn't oh, do yeah. what Logan Paul did. I wouldn't just like take the offer and just like not get paid. <laughs> um, but I would, I would do it just to be like, yo, I got knocked the fuck out by Mike Tyson. Like, yeah. I, I might be in my spirit form because the guys killed me. But, <laughs> but at the did same you, time, did you see him with the the shit with the plane? Yes. Like they weren't particularly like, hard punches or nothing either, but the guy was like off his face drunk. Yeah. But like, it was like they tried to do it to get clout against Mike Tyson and the amount of people who were like, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Exactly, dude. Like I would have reacted exactly the same if I was Mike. Like, I'm sorry, but like you just don't go up to someone. He asked you politely multiple times to be like, yo, yo, stop. No. <laughs> but because the drinks takes over and whatever, and then you just, you just get slapped. The thing is, as well, it was reported afterwards that um, they'd actually spoke to Mike before getting on the plane or like before this was being filmed. And like he sat and talked to them for a little bit and took photos and stuff as well. Yeah. And like, then he just carried on. Yeah, they and carried on. Like, oh, you dumbass. You absolute dumbass. You just play stupid do games, win stupid prizes. It's just daft. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but. Uh, Quickly back to the fights a second, because we deviated quite a lot then. So KSI versus Alex Wasabi. Uh, yeah. Alex Wasabi beat Deji. Um, yeah. Deji could have beat Alex, no problem. Uh, he was, like, Deji did very good. He just didn't throw. But uh, he could have yeah. beat him, no problem. Especially what happened with on, within the fight, like, with somebody coming on. Like, somebody, the, the whole event was just trash. It was strange. Like, somebody came on from the crowd, jumped in the ring, and, like... I don't know, was threatening the people in the ring or something, trying to fight them or something like that. And then he literally got thrown out of the ring. It was fantastic. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but Alex Wasabi loses against KSI. Like, Alex was... No. Alex Wasabi got knocked up by FuzzyTube. Uh, yeah, Alex has come a long way. Alex has probably trained with Jake Paul in his camp, so he's, he's like, got even better again. But I think KSI's mentality is kind of like my own. Like, when you've got something in your head that, you, that you're going to do, you do it. And you put everything into it. And seeing his recent body change, he has put fucking the kitchen sink into it. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Jake versus Fury, if it goes ahead, Jake Paul. Easily. I, I don't think, like, they're both, like, average boxers, but Jake is a lot better than Fury, in my opinion. Uh, I haven't seen enough of both of them to decide. I think it could go either way, though. Yeah. Jake's got his weaknesses, Fury's got his weaknesses, but I do see Jake winning because of his raw power and they're training him for that power. But then yeah. there's Tommy Fury, his defense, like, unless he's moving forward, his defense is shit. Yeah. Like, he can't, like, he can't defend against Jake's right hand. If he can set that right hand up and hit him with it, that is the only way. Uh, if he, if he stops, if he keeps going forward and keeps pressuring Drake, Unless Jake has learned how to hit his his hook or his, his right hand going backwards like Deontay Wilder should have been able to do, 100% Jake is going to win. Um, Austin McBroom versus Big Gibber. I've got Big Gibber. McBroom is just... He struggled against... Um, well, mind you, they were both pretty bad. <laughs> Bryce Hall and Austin McBroom. Like... He didn't do well. He was like throwing double punches from what I remember. And like, it was, it was just, you know, when you see like you're in junior school or something and like the two people like have a fight and just their arms are everywhere and whatnot. But the one, one person yeah. gets the better of the other and they think that they're, they're a fucking God. That's pretty much yeah. how I recall that point. So 
Gib should. Sorry, but no, it's fine. Uh, Gib should absolutely dominate Austin McBroom. No questions asked. Like Gib is an an animal. Like Gib could have stopped Jake, no problem. But for some reason, his squat button was was uh, sticky in the fight that he had yeah. against Jake, and he was just like squatting all the time. And Jake didn't even knock him out. Uh, it was just a technicality that he was he was ducking to because Jake is a lot taller than him. Uh, yeah. Gib, Gib was just like squatting down to get out with the way of his punches, but he was doing it so often and so deep that yeah. all you needed to do was just poke him in the head and he would have fallen over because his balance was that off. And that's essentially yeah. what happened. It was a technicality that uh, that's what happened. It was essentially like taking a knee. He took a knee three times and then match was over pretty much. So Gib destroys McBoom. McBroom easy. And Deji versus Fousey Tube. Fousey is looking really ripped. Um, if he's taking it seriously or not, Fousey could destroy Deji, but it all depends because the last fight that I saw Fousey in, <laughs> he was like a human punching bag. Like his okay. his guard was barely up. He was his whole face was busted up. I think he was against Slim. Uh, but yeah, like if he's if he boxes like that, like Deji's gonna win. But if Deji pulls his finger out, like De Deji should have it. So that's that's yeah. that's my take on it because Deji is a like a good boxer when he when he does uh box properly when he puts the effort in it's just getting him to put that effort in like yeah. he, he needs to have a good shake of his head and just like get it sorted yeah it's definitely it's, it's, there's some interesting fights out there that's for sure there is yeah I, was saying, um, I played football with a guy years ago and he was going up after football for a night out <laughs> and <laughs> it started kicking off got a bit rowdy as it does on saturday parks football and this guy just came running at him like to start this fight with him basically and he just put his hand out as far as he could and started swinging his other hand doing a windmill and all you could hear him it's like if you're gonna hit me just not the face i'm going out tonight he's swinging <laughs> his open. it was in stitches dude if somebody says if somebody does that in a fight to me all that comes to my head was helicopter helicopter <laughs> That's all I would be able to see and do, and I wouldn't be able to fight. I'd just be there pissing myself off and just saying that. I think, like, the guy was a beast as well. Like, he went into, like, MMA fighting and all that. He was a good fighter. Yeah. But he just didn't like, get hit in the face. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. So, so streamer of the week, my friend. Streamer of the week. Who have we got? We have uh, this little lady, shall we say. Called, oh, yeah, it's a lady. Uh, she's very polite, very kind. Uh, she never speaks ill of anyone. Uh, she's always very clean-minded and PG-friendly. Um, oh. It's Dame Sempaternal. No, I'll try that again. <laughs> is it Sempaternal? <laughs> it is, yeah, but no. she's, she's not PG-friendly. <laughs> Everything else was wrong. No, I know. <laughs> it no, was we, a build-up. <laughs> We, we love Dame. Yeah, um, Dame's fantastic. She's a fantastic artist. She does a lot of artwork on her streams and stuff as well. She does tarot um, reading or used to at least. Mm, she does. She is just, she's a really interesting person to talk to and have a conversation with. She is. She's super nice. She does have some things going on at the moment, uh, which are quite private. But uh, she's, mm. honestly, she's got the time for anyone. Like, she's absolutely phenomenal. She's, she's a great friend. She's a great content creator. Uh, you guys should check her out. The links will be in the description on YouTube and in the podcast details uh, because I've finally found a way to actually put the details on there. Um, hey. 
We're learning. We're learning. We're learning. We're getting more professional by the day. But uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. She streams a lot of Dead by Daylight. She does a lot of variety streams. She does viewer games. Like she's she's just an awesome person. Like if you go in there, it's feel good vibes all the time. And it's just on. I've known her for quite a while, and it's just awesome. Like very very much one of the most one of the best relationships or friendships that I've had uh, since starting Twitch. She came from Mixer. She was, I think she was either a Mixer partner or very, very close to being a Mixer partner. She had she, a huge audience. No, she was, she was partner. She was, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. And she had a huge audience. And when Mixer shut down, she came to Twitch and now she's absolutely slapping it on Twitch. She's doing absolutely fucking amazing. So Dame. No. If you actually do listen to this, I love you. You're awesome. And still keep being you. You're amazing. Always. I think that's all we've got time for this week, isn't it? I think so, yeah. It's a, it's a bloody lovely day outside, too. It is indeed. Um, I'm not going to see much of it because it's Sunday and I don't want to get dressed. But Well, you know. I think I'm going out for a walk uh, after we finish this. I'm going to Cardiff Bay, so... Oh, nice. Have a nice little walk down there, hopefully. You're welcome nice. to join in your pajamas. <laughs> Take some pictures and send them to me and I'll be happy. Yeah, to make sure that you... <laughs> this is what you missed. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I think that's all from us then, gamers. And thank you very much for listening, as always. The, the likes, subscribes, five-star reviews only, please. Yeah. Um, Anything else will uh, get deleted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep listening, gamers. Always keep listening. And uh, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.